0: Blog Talk
1: radio Welcome to Thursday night at the SpeakEasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the sound of ink. Open mic poetry night. Now let's get started. I want your ink in our ears.
2: Ha ha ha! Happy anniversary! Ha ha ha! Happy anniversary! anniversary. Happy Anniversary, this special day, I'm happy, happy with you, let's celebrate a Happy Anniversary. Ha ha, ha Happy Anniversary,
1: Happy Anniversary, I wish to you, Happy, Happy Anniversary, Happy Anniversary. <laughs> 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 you know, it's really exciting message. <laughs> it should. Uh, it's really funny because I, I got to tell you a true story before we get started here. But it's like our anniversary show, right? And so I'm thinking about it all week long, and I'm doing things to get ready for the show, and and prepping graphics and and you know all the stuff that you know put the assignments and things together, and working on it all week long, and I'm all excited, and it's the big night, and I'm thinking, oh, this is it, this is it, tonight's the night. So I literally curled my hair, right? And I'm thinking, okay, we're really gonna—this is this is an anniversary. We're gonna make this good, right? <laughs> so I, I curl my hair and I, I put on some perfume and slip into a comfortable T-shirt, right? Kicked off my shoes. I'm sitting here. I've got the candles lit, you know, like you do on a romantic night for your anniversary, and I've got a awesome bottle of peach Moscato. And uh, some cheese that I'm going to be nibbling on. And I'm sitting there thinking about that as the show's getting ready to start, right? And then just as that the Minions started singing Happy Birthday, I reached over and I picked up a Costco dino nugget, pressed chicken nugget in the shape of a dinosaur and popped it in my mouth. So most of you know that the show runs, the three hours of shows on, it runs right over my dinner time, right? And so I always bring food to the show, but I have to find something that's like quiet because I don't want you guys to listen to me eating. <laughs> but, you know, I, I need some have months on, right? So I always try to find something quiet. Some things there thinking, God, oh, this is romantic. I've got wine and candles and I'm feeling good and dino nuggets. That just ruined it. (laughs) Total buzzkill. Hey, you guys, you are listening to the Speakeasy Cafe, open my poetry show, The Sound of Ink. I am so, so excited to be here tonight. 13 years, you guys. 13 years. We have spent the last 4,745 days together. That's a long time. 13 years. That's like twice as long as most marriages, maybe three times as long as most most marriages. I'm just, I'm really proud of the community that you guys have built here. And, you know, especially around this time of year, around our anniversary show, it really makes me think about one of the things that is like a real high for me. Um, and, and that's inspiration, inspiration, talking about it, watching it, seeing it, tasting it, you know it's that's like a high and so i I think about all the things I've heard over the last thirteen years, and then it makes me think about being here with you guys at all you know how 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 you know that that country song um uh something cause and effect chain of events all of the chaos makes perfect perfect sense right You know, the the events that led us to being here right now, today, in the instant and the moment that we are all in right now sharing with each other. You know, where did that seed get planted? How did it start? How did we get here? You know, and it's just, I want to tell you, you know, on our anniversary show, I kind of want to share with you the conception of this moment in time that we are sitting in right now, how it all started. But I was, we were moving And I was carrying a box out of my office and down some stairs, and I dropped it, and the bottom came out of the box, and all of these notebooks went everywhere. And my youngest son walked in, and he started picking up the the journals and the notebooks and things, and he flipped one open, and he started looking at it, and he said, Mom, did you write these? He's like, yeah. (laughs) He says, man, you have to get on MySpace. They have all kinds of great poets and writers and people like that. And they do, you have to get on my, what in the heck's my Mom, you've got to do this, mom. So we went and sat down and he made up an account for me and said, okay, and this is how you find people who like to write poetry and, and you should put some of your poetry on their mom. And I went, uh. <laughs> but I did. And it was kind of cool. And I started meeting people and talking to other writers and other poets. And it was just, it got exciting. It was such an an interesting and amazing community. And the first, you know, kind of social interaction uh, site I had used ever on the computer um, pretty early on there. Uh, But, you know, you start talking to these people and getting to know them and, and, you know, the being able to communicate back and forth and all that stuff. And I posted, I did a post one day where I had the day off. You know, it was in the middle of the week and I knew no one was going to be on and no one would be posting any poems because it was in the middle of the week and people are all at work and I'm sitting there saying, man, I wish everybody could have the night off or the day off today. And so I started typing that in a post. I have the day off and I'm going to be bored because you're all working. And as it's like, I know, I'll take you with me on my day off. And so I started typing out this, you know, just randomly out of my head, letting it, you know, the whole free writing, like I talk about, just spilled on paper or on keyboard, um, started talking about this day we were all having, you know, this, this day off we had, where we were all had it, you know, took a day off and we went out and played hooky. And this is, you know, how we all met. You know, downtown and walk to walk down the street to the little coffee shop called the Speakeasy Cafe and everybody met there and you walk in and, you know, everybody's all got their coats on and, and you know, grabbing their coffees and it's just that great coffee shop feeling, right? You know, and behind the counter there's Molly and Molly has beautiful, beautiful, thick auburn hair and uh Irish girl, of course, and and Molly's just amazing, and she's so friendly, and we're all sitting there, we're deciding where to go, right, and we decide we're going to go to the art museum, and so we decide we want to take Molly with us, because Molly's really cool, so we convince her boss to let her have the day off by promising to go back over the weekend and paint uh, the restaurant for him, so that was the price, yeah, Molly got to go if we come back and paint the outside of the restaurant for him. So we take off down the street walking to the art museum, but of course we couldn't walk just straight to the art museum. So, you know, we had to stop in this weird, this weird candy shop where, you know, someone picked up a um, thing of jelly beans. And then we stopped in this quirky little vintage clothing store and I bought a desperately seeking Susan Madonna kickoff jacket to wear. And we got to the museum and, and the jelly beans spilled and we were laughing and they, kicked us out because we were being too noisy and it was just this incredible day and you know ended up you know at the end of the night you know we all went back to the coffee shop and molly waved goodbye and you know we all kind of went our own way home and this amazing day off we'd spent together and then jimmy ray davis jumps on there and leaves a comment on it saying you have to keep this going this is just too good because once i posted that People started posting things like, yeah, I really had fun when we stopped in at the magazine store, and that's the best vanilla latte I've ever had, and, do you know, I got Molly's phone number. You know, people just started playing into it, and Jimmy said, you can't let this die. This is too good. You need to start a group. So I started a group, right, and so I started this little community of writers at the Speakeasy Cafe. Then I a whole series of events I got uh, asked to read on a poetry show that used to be on the air called Cesura by Jason Tucker. And I did that. And then I started doing more and got involved hosting a couple of the radio shows on his network. And we decided we were going to set up my own show. Right. And so we set up the Speakeasy Cafe radio show so that you know, the community had somewhere that they could go over and hang out that was, you know, were really talking in the coffee shop type of thing. And it was just this weird, crazy idea I had that just kind of, you know, me, things run off with me all the time, you know. And then, then we had our first year and then our second year and our third year, you know. <laughs> when we hit 10-year, I thought that was insane. But no, we're at 13 years, you guys, 13 years, 4,000 745 days we've been doing this together. You know, it's just crazy. You guys have built this amazing community that has kept you coming back week after week after week for 13 years. There's something pretty amazing. This is a community you guys built that you're all a part of. You're all connected in. There's never any drama. There's never any bullshit. There's no segregation. There's no judging. This is one of the most positively, incredibly inspiring places I have ever been blessed to be a part of. You know, being able to be here with you guys this long, to watch, watch you guys, you know, the way you, you touch my life, the way you touch each other's lives, you know, it just, I'm so proud of you. I can't even tell you. And, you know, I think it, it all started with just one day I posted a comment because I had a day off and I was bored. You know, how that grew, you know, but there were people, there were fingerprints that all fell into place at the right time to make this happen. And I mentioned Jimmy Ray Davis. And probably one of the most incredible, incredible dark prose writers, just this gritty amazing man. Um, one of the best storytellers I've ever heard, bar none in, in prose writing and poetry. Just awesome, awesome guy. And anyway, what was I gonna say about Jimmy? Oh he was, you know, he was really the first person saying you can't stop this storyline. You have to keep it going because everybody instantly got invested in it. Kind of like watching the first episode of the Vikings, you know, <laughs> but that's how that's how we came to be. You know, that's how this moment right now where we're all hanging out. That was how it grew. That's how inspiration works. That's how creative. The, the creative universe feeds off of itself and feeds into itself. To bring us to today, to right now. All of you are listening and all of you are called in waiting to read. Just I'm proud of you. I'm proud of what you've built. I'm proud to have been a part of this. So happy 13-year anniversary to you guys and to this whole community. So going to do a couple things before we get started. I go off on so many tangents. You know, we don't always do it pretty, but we just do it. You know, it's okay getting messy here. (laughs) It has to be. Um, So. I wanted to let everyone know. Speak easy, camera. My portrait shows something. me. We are going to be taking callers in just a little bit. I want to give you the number that you can call into. It is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read tonight. And, uh, you know, it's, it's we've got quite a few callers online right now, so I think we're going to stay to one. So one read, and then if you want to read a second one, you can come back in, uh, jump out of the lineup, and jump right back in and go through again and read read your second one. The only exception to this right now is if something happens and my lines break and you're the only person online, then have everything you've ever written in front of you. (laughs) Or if you've brought your homework or your writing assignment or something that I've given you, you know, we talk about that whole seat of inspiration. You know, if you've got something that you've brought with you that is a direct result of your one of the prompts or something that we've given out here on the show, then you can always read that. So you can read your normal poem that you would normally get to read, and you get to read your homework. So that's kind of my incentive to you <laughs> to, to uh, always have that two-piece guarantee in there. Okay, so... Once again, six four six five nine five three nine six five. That is how you call in to read tonight. Want to go over a couple things with you really quick? First of all, workshops. If you're interested in putting together a writing workshop with us, you can uh, message me on Facebook. Would probably be the easiest thing. And that is, uh, if you're not on my contacts list, it's Nyla N Y L A. A L I S I A. All right, and you can shoot me a message. Let me know what you want to put together. Uh, You don't have to be a professional workshop provider in order to do one of these. Basically, I believe um, that we all have something to teach and we all have something to learn from each other. And, you know, I I sincerely (laughs) sincerely believe that with all my heart. And so, you know, this is just something a a place for us to be able to spend and have a little bit more fun, intimate time together than we're normally allowed to here on the show. So if you want to, you know, do a do a workshop on, you know, where we actually go through step-by-step construction of a poem or where we talk about your favorite form of poetry, your favorite genre, your favorite poem, your favorite poet or era, you know, whatever it is you want to put together, just let me know. They can be anywhere from 30 minutes to three hours long, depending on what you need. And then they can be pre-recorded, which means you can actually sit and record this on your computer and do whatever editing you want and send me the MP3 file. Or you can do one where we actually do what we're doing right now, talking over the phone and set this up to where you can pre-record it that way. Or we can do it a live show or a combination of any. So if you want to start out with a recorded part and as soon as it was done playing, then we jump on live and take questions and things, whatever you want. Just let me know. We'll get that set up. All righty. And then I want to make sure that we take a moment, especially now, especially on our anniversary show. Yes, you're hearing hearing me shuffle papers. I got my candles sitting on them. We're so romantic, you guys. So I hungrily eyeball my dino nuggets. <laughs> I really want to thank our sponsors who have helped us with our on air licensing for the 2019 broadcast year. And it's been just an absolutely amazing year. It's our 13 year anniversary, and the year is coming to an end as well. And so, you know, just the gift that you guys helped keep here. You know, keeping us on the air for our three-hour shows, uh, you know, every week. I just appreciate you guys on behalf of all of us, listeners and readers, and everybody that's in this community. I want to thank you for those that, you know, stepped up to the plate and helped out with those fees for the 2019 on-air licensing to be able to broadcast. One Sapien, James, Sean Gulickson, Roslyn Prentice, John Kays, Paula Sweet. Gary and Noreen Snyder, Mangus Khan, Ronald P. Bremner, Terry Galloway, Melvin Douglas-Johnson, Uma Pochapalli, Christy Doherty, Julia Vargas, and Michael W. Engzeth. All right. So all of you, I want to thank you. You know, and what's cool about that list, you guys, is for those people are listeners, they don't call in and read. They're just people who come to listen to you. So there's people out there listening to you. You have no idea who they are. And it's so amazing to them that they're worth reaching down in their pocket and pull out a couple bucks and throw it our way so they can continue to do that.
3: God, I hope you guys are proud of yourselves.
1: I hope you understand and see what I see here with you guys. I hope you can see what you've built the way that I see it and understand the importance of it. It is so unique. Oh, it is so unique. So anyway, yes, thank you to all of our sponsors. Really appreciate you guys. And uh just you're amazing. Now next thing I <laughs> done with that next thing I want to do is we always give out at the beginning of the show, we always give out a writing exercise and some prompts and things so if you're ever sitting there one night and you can't think of anything to write just jump onto one of our podcasts one of our uh, something from our archives and listen to the first uh, 15 minutes of the show and you will hear some prompts and you'll just be off and running so I really hope you guys utilize that tool you know everything's a tool you just need that one seed for something to grow you know, so reach out and, and swing your arms Swing your nets wide for those seeds You don't know which ones are going to run off with you The more you catch The more you experience The more things that can grow Okay So I hope you guys have fun With these exercises that we do I'm going to do the. We were doing free writing, But we're going to do something And, and we changed this last week So we're going to do something a little bit different you know, instead of free writing where you're trying to pull something out of nothing, I'm going to give you a topic or an idea. All right. And it's I want you to it's, it's called the it's, its your ramblings. You know, what is this? Oh, it's a rambling. I'm going to plant a seed in your head. I'm going to plant a thought, an idea. And you just pick up your pen, put it to paper and just start writing wherever it takes you. Just writing about that. OK, so. I want you to sit down. With your journal, and, and these are really important to me. That your journal assignments are actually in a journal. You're using pen and paper to some degree, you know, not on the keyboard, not something backlit. I really want a pen in your hand, scratching across paper when you do these journal assignments because they're very personal time. You know, journals are never meant for someone to see them or read them. This is this is your, you know, your your inner werewolf let loose, <laughs> whatever. Um, So, yeah, just ramblings. Just put your pen to paper and start writing and go wherever it goes. But when you sit down with your journals this week, I want you to write about what happened when the warned not to go into the woods, you, he, she, they, or someone went anyway. So when you sit down to write, you're going to write about what happened when warned not to go into the woods and those words are not heated. What happened when they went in? You went in. He she went. He she went in. Okay. I told you not to go in the woods, but you did, and because you did, this happened. So I want you to that's what the where I want you to start with your ramblings this week Now your writing exercises are actually meant to hone your writing skills They are like putting you know putting on your your sweatband and sweating You know on the, the treadmill or something like that You're not supposed to look pretty these aren't supposed to look pretty These are not for human consumption You know unless you decide something grows into that This is just where you get down and dirty and sweaty and messy on paper And just have fun you know, this is where you get to let your your inner non refined person as I take a sip of my peach Moscato wine because we're being romantic tonight on our wonderful anniversary. Um, <laughs> um I totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh yeah. Writing about what they go into the woods, blah, blah, blah. Writing exercise. We're back. Yeah. So this isn't this isn't meant for everybody to read. It's just meant for you to Explore some things, see things in a way you normally wouldn't see them, write about them in a way you wouldn't write, in a direction you wouldn't write, you know, in a form you wouldn't write normally. You know, it's where you push outside your comfort zones because the bigger you push those boundaries, the more free you are. So you know, you got to get outside that comfort zone in order to grow. So this one, it kind of fits in with all that very directly, but this one's called "101 Objects of My Attention." or 1,001, sorry, 1,001 objects of my attention. All right, so that's the writing exercise, 1,001 objects of my attention. And what I want you to do is I want you to write down an object. And this should be in your journal, again, you know, the drag of pen across paper. I very much applaud that. Um, but anyway, anyway, you get your writing done, I'm not, you know, whatever. You, you work the way that works best for you. Um, so I want you to write down an object such as a pen or a paper clip or a trash can, a piece of paper, a balloon. All right. And then I want you to write about all the things that item can be all the ways it can be described, uh, all the different uses it can have, you know, keeping in mind how it may be different for one person possessing the object and another, or, you know, it, it might be different because of where it's located or how it's used or how it's being treated. You know, how many different ways can you twist that object into something else and give it more meanings, such as this is well, this is actually one of the exercises exercises I do in one of my workshops. And the example I use when I do this is I take a salt shaker with me. Right. And I set it on the table and I give everyone five minutes to write down what they see. And usually, you know, we'll get someone who's, you know, most of the time, probably 85 percent of the time I get someone who's written a poem. I wrote this poem in five minutes about salt and it's amazing and, and, you know, and, 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 but they miss it, you know, maybe one, two will get it. Actually, if you want to be the truth, usually no one does get it, but I I like benefit it out. But when 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 someone does, I look at them, it's like, I know, I know they know that I know that they know it's like the secret world, you know. And you have to do things to push yourself to those boundaries of yourself, your writing, you know, your limits, you know, and then push beyond those. So these writing exercises are really important. Okay, so I want you to write down an object and write down about all the different ways it can be used. My example with the salt shaker, all right, so um, I would say things like, okay, so they would say beautiful crystalline granulars, Reflecting light and prismic dancing taste budness or something, right? (laughs) I write those lines too. Anyway, so, you know, and then it's like, no, 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 you're missing it. All right. That's not salt. That's not a salt shaker. You know, looking at that, that's thrown over your shoulder. That gives you good luck. It's the assassin of slugs. The poor man's toothpaste. Once it was used as a currency more prized than gold, you know, in a circle. It's the protector from witches and spells and curses. And sprinkled across thresholds, it keeps evil from entering. And it's the preserver of foods and and the death of fire and uh, the maker of holy water. And when tossed in the stream, it'll grant you a wish. And in Germany and Normandy and Scotland and and I forgot where else, placing salt around a butter churn keeps witches from souring and, and harming the cow or souring the butter or harming the cow from which the cream was obtained. You know, and this is how, actually, this is true. That's how you started getting salted butter. So when you go buy salted butter in the store, be thankful because it was not soured because the salt was there. Because the witches were going to come sour the butter. And they couldn't, the salt was in there. It's a symbol of friendship. It causes fire to sing. I'll let you figure that one out on your own. It promotes fertility. It creates mummies. And in Ireland, old, it is used to cure those who have been fairy struck. And that's what I see. You know, use use the analogy, which is much shorter and probably much cooler, but, you know, you show someone an apple seed and someone sees an apple, but someone sees a tree, but someone sees an orchard, but that other person sees an applesauce factory. And the person after that sees everybody in the world with that applesauce. Okay, which person, which one of those people are you going to be? Are you going to look at that seed and see an apple? Or are you going to see your applesauce in every person's hand in the world? How far are you willing to push yourself in an idea? How much is what you write worth to you to do that? So, you know, when you sit down to write about something, push yourself out of your boundaries to find amazing ways to write about them. And this is one of the exercises that can really help you do that. You know, it's like looking at something as if you're looking at it um, with a thousand eyes, you know. And imagine writing a poem, okay? Think about this this description or this and whatever. Uh, you're writing a poem, and you you're you're wanting to talk about this woman who's pissed off. Looks at you with this pissed off gaze, and she flashes you an angry look. You know, we all know those go-to things. You know, her dagger eyes, her her snaky stare, her whatever. But instead of using the go-to, the easy thing to think of and write. What if you push, push beyond that and start looking at that look with a thousand different eyes? What all could it be? How could it feel? What could it smell, taste like, right? So imagine describing this woman's gaze as touching you like salt on a slug, burning and deadly, sucking you dry, leaving you nothing more than an empty, empty husk. There's no one that could read that and not instantly feel the sting on their skin or see the shriveling slug before them. Or imagine the indifference in her eyes when she's watching this, so yeah, there you go. <laughs> write down an object and look at it with a thousand eyes and really push yourself on these you know it's it's going to stretch your brain it's going to open a whole new world it's fun it's exciting, and uh, once you've thought of all of them that you can think of, i am not i I am not a shunner of going to the internet and looking it up look up things like you know say you did you know paperclip look up metaphysical paperclip or magical properties of paperclips because i bet if you google that there are magical properties in a paperclip somebody google that and let me know when they call in all right so yeah there you go that's your exercise the next two things i'm going to give you are very quick one of them is your poetry prompt Different from your exercise or your journal assignments, a poetry prompt is actually intended to produce a piece of poetry. So it is a seed planted, and it should grow into a, um, a poem. You can use it. You can use the, the prompt. Should uh, you know? You can use it as a title, or a line in the poem, or the concept of the poem. All right. So, but whatever it is, this should, you should sit down with this with the intention. Of writing a poem, but think about what we just gave you—that excitement, uh, that assignment. How many different ways could you twist that title? What are all the unique ways that you can bring meaning to that title? All right. So the title, the poetry prompt for this week, is "Kiss the Flame." Kiss the flame. Kiss the flame. So play with that. Play with the idea before you start writing, or write all your ideas. You either have, you have to be fair, guys. You either have to write, you know, just the idea that runs off with you, or if you write one, you have to write the other because then the other ones get pissed off and you don't want pissed off ideas. So, yeah, think about that. <laughs> just write. <laughs> How, what, what, where are you, can you take that one? All right. So the next one, I uh, will move right along. The next one is uh, that's my line. And this prompt was borrowed from someone's poem that was read here on the show. So while you guys are reading your poems, I'm going to be listening and I'm going to pull a line out and use it as a future stolen line, borrowed poetry prompt. So your borrowed line, that's my line, prompt for this week is, until the wind calls, until the wind calls. And that is from a poem read by Raymond Bentley. So, Raymond Bentley, that's your line. And our borrowed poetry prompt for the week. Until the wind calls. All right. So there we go on those. Well, we start and end every episode with an audio track. So if you are a recording artist and you're interested in having your piece played on the air, you can send those to me, probably emailing them to me. would be the would probably be the best way your MP3 files. The Speakeasy Cafe and the word does in the, in the title, thespeakeasycafe at gmail.com. That's the Cafe at gmail.com. Make sure in the subject line you put MP3 files, something along that lines, audio track, and uh, we'll get those uploaded to the show's library and play them for the world. All right, it'll be awesomeness. The track that I'm going to play tonight in honor of our anniversary show, I'm so happy. Except for my dino nuggets are still calling me. See, But when the track's on, I get, well, think about that. You know, I'm sitting here by candlelight with my bottle of wine or glass of wine. Actually, there's a bottle, but it's, you know, I'm drinking out of a glass. (laughs) And my plate of dino nuggets and pepper jack cheese and candlelight. Happy anniversary, you guys. I love you all so much. (sighs) Okay, so anyway, I want to kind of take a walk down memory lane um, of fingerprints you know, a mason, a mason of our our structure, our building, our community, a bricklayer. And, or in this case, you know, not a, not a, not a metal machinist, but a word machinist. Okay. The fingerprints that helped create where we are right now today in this moment with my rambling. All right. When I was talking about the comment where Jimmy Ray Davis said, you you have to keep this going. This is just too fun. This is too cool. This is too unique. You have to do this. So I did. And, you know, I, I am such a fan. I can't even tell you guys Jimmy Ray. I am such a huge fan of his. I always have been. He's written some of my favorite poetry that I have ever, ever, ever read in my life. And he's just an incredible talent. And I'm, you know, wish that he would uh, call in sometime or come and share because I, you know, I've got his tracks and I'm going to play one for you in just a moment. Um, but I would really, I just, oh, I miss watching the world listen to him. Does that make sense? I miss watching the world when they listen to him. So somebody I admire and respect so much, somebody that if it were not for him this we would not be here we would all be somewhere else but because of those first fingerprints here we are so this is Jimmy Ray Davis it's a piece of his called All Out of Smokes you will see what I mean about him being an incredible incredible performing artist this is word machinist Jimmy Ray Davis All Out of Smokes
2: those well, streets are alive and I'm dizzy as hell. The sidewalks are listening to the church steeple bell, and the mailbox is talking to the cracked bulb streetlight. The trash cans are singing a junk choir tonight. Then I stumble, almost fall. The only soul on the street. Where are all the hookers? There's no shuffling of feet. And the city is dead Are you still around? Looks like the circus Has packed up and left town Well the cigarette machine Just told me to fuck off Said he was all out of Viceroy's And was closing up shop And I can't get a drink Cause the bars are asleep The bowling alley is snoring for the lampposts all weep. And I stumble, almost fall, the only soul on the street. Where are all the hookers? There's no shuffling of feet. The city is dead. Are you still around? Looks like the circus has backed up and left town. Could it really be true, I'm all alone on this earth, no fire, no brimstone, no hallowed rebirth, I'm all out of smokes, like a naked-faced clown, since last night when that comet roared into town. And I stumble, almost fall, the only soul on the street, where are all. The hookers, there's no shuffling of feet. The city is dead. Are you still around? Looks like the circus has packed up and left town.
1: That is Jimmy Ray Davis. Incredible, incredible friend part of our brick and mortar here. Um, just amazing poet. All out of smokes. The word machinist. All right. So once again, yeah, send me your tracks. If you'd like to have us upload them to the show's library, play them for the world to the, da 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 those in there, the speakeasycafe at gmail.com. And we will get that done and we'll be uh, happy to share you. So check him out. I believe you can find his stuff still on YouTube. Jimmy Ray Davis on Facebook and love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. A million times in again. All right. So next thing I want to let you know, if you are on hold tonight, this is what you can expect. Okay. Uh, we do take callers in the order that you call in, such as area code 540. You are our first caller tonight. So listen for your telephone area code. When you come on, Uh, Make sure that you introduce yourself. It's really, really important. You never want to send your work out there into the world without your name on it. And you do not want people to sit there and not know who's reading. So it's really, you'd never send your kid out with their pants down, you know, their their fly down. No, you know, do this right. Let people know who you are. Hi, this is me. This is Jimmy Ray Davis, and I'm going to read a poem tonight. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So introduce yourself, please really important and then the next thing is that we have really full phone lines tonight I'm really excited to see you all. I'm really glad that we are not having line issues It's uh, absolutely obvious of that. Hopefully that keeps up Um, I want to let you know that right now. We're doing a one poem limit Uh, if the lines, you know slow down or yeah, you know, if something changes, then we may go back to two later. But Right now we're at a one poem limit. If you want to read a second poem, you're welcome, when you're done reading, you're welcome to jump out of the lineup by pressing one and then press one, and it'll put you right back in the lineup, and you can cycle through again and read a second piece. Okay, now the only exception to this rule is if you bring me your homework, your writing assignment, or something that was a seed planted from our show, the beginning of our show, and we do our writing prompts and such. You know, if you bring one of those, then you get to read a second piece. That's kind of your incentive. You know, my little gold star, and and yay, yeah, you get to have fun and clap the erasers in class, teacher's pet moments. You know, yeah, if you bring your homework, you get two. The other thing you'll get two for tonight is if I talked about this community, you know, and how what's really kind of neat for me is I'm always here. You know, the the last 4,745 days, the last 13 years, I have been here consistently. I'm the one that's here every week sitting and and watching you guys, you know, and I yammer, I talk, but but you guys are the heart of this show. You guys aren't going to call in just to hear me sit there and yammer and, and yap, right? You know, so it's you. It's you that are the fabric and the pattern and the colors That have been woven here. It's you that have done that. And
3: so I talked about, for me, it's like I'm sitting here with a bowl,
1: right? I've got a bowl of milk and I've got a carton full of of food coloring. And I've got my knees crossed like when I was five and I'd have a stick in my hand and I would take the food coloring and I'd start dropping it in and I'd really swirl slowly and I'd watch the amazing pattern. That's what it's kind of like for me being here is Is I'm you guys are the bowl, you're the swirls, you're the color, you're the magic. And I'm sitting there, but I get to watch you, you know, and the way that I've seen you guys inspire each other, the way you've changed personally as writers, the way that I have seen You guys come together in moments of tenderness and in moments of anger, you know, what's going on in the world. And, you know, the way the sonnet writer listens to the rap poet who listens to the, you know, the the 107-year-old grandma who's writing a love poem, you know, to her cats. You know, it doesn't matter what somebody brings. You know, this community is so all-encompassing. You're like Nirvana. You're like the promised land. I have always said that if the world would follow the Speakeasy Cafe poets' example for community, it would be an utterly epic utopia. And you guys know that. You know that about
3: this place. You know, this is the one place where everybody connects, next, no matter what.
1: There's no religion here. There's no you know, one common breath, you know, when you come here, you're breathing the breath of a thousand poets and their words and their cultures and their thoughts and their beliefs. And you just take it in. I I can't, I, I so wish you guys could understand what this community is to me, what I see in it, what I see in you guys. So anyway, yeah. If you I said so anyway, I said that if you guys wrote a poem to somebody in the community or or wanted to talk for a second about what the show's meant to you or how it's changed you as a writer or, you know, just whatever it is you want to share, if you bring that, then you can do that as well. But other than that, we're in a one poem limit because we're have really full lines and, and we don't want to sit here and just yammer, 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 yammer and talk and talk and talk and take up the time because that would be so rude, guys. All right. When you're done reading, right, make sure that you give out your URL. That way people can come over and find you and get to know you and your work better. And then please remember that we have a mature rating. That envelope gets pushed quite a bit. (laughs) We do have mature ratings, so you're going to hear just about anything on this show, with the exception of adult erotica hardcore. You know, we don't need bumping body parts, no tab A into slot B. No, we don't have to know that it's a nipple. Just describe it. You know, the cherry on the ice cream. (laughs) Talk about go-to images. um You know, you know what I'm talking about. So no, 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 word word porn, <laughs> but you know, erotica, love poems, all that. That's that's perfectly fine. So yeah, our ratings. I'm going to go ahead and give. Oh, I can't say anything when Robbie's around. I want to go ahead and give the first three callers so you kind of know where you are and you can be ready for your your coming onto the air with me. Um, uh, 540, as I said, 540 is our first caller tonight. Then we have 731. Then we have 734. So those are our first three callers. So without further ado, let's go ahead and grab 540. 540, you're on the air.
4: Hey, this is Philip Church down in Virginia.
1: Hi, Philip. Happy happy anniversary, sweetheart. No, oh, happy anniversary to you too.
4: Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, I, at times a lot of people don't know this, but I kind of involved myself in a little necromancy and clairvoyance. So I, uh, I channeled Shakespeare for you and got a message that I'm going to read you from him. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay.
4: All right, to that fair and talented paramour of versified inscriptions and copious wordsmithing, Naila Alicia, I giveth thee my wish for a very joyous anniversary upon the thirteen years that thou so magnanimously hath given all rhymes to scribblers and would-be bogs, such a hearty lodging with which to share their heartfelt posies I wish for thee and my undertakings many, many, many more years of poetry, and of course, interminable love. Signed, Big Willie.
1: <laughs> that I can't even tell you. That I'm grinning. My grin is so big. Oh my God! If I could trip over teeth, I would. That is the best present ever. I can. Oh, Philip, I love you so much. I can't even tell you yeah. how important you are.
4: Uh, well, I've, same here. I, 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 you know, uh, you and uh, uh, Speakeasy Cafe have made a very, very uh, big impression on my life, and, it, and including my family's life. Uh, You know, like I, I've told you, I, I record these things and then get them to my uh, my father, who loves to listen to them. So uh, it's uh, it's really been uh, it's been a blessing. So. But um, I'm going to go ahead and read my one poem and get out of the way. You should, for- you should, uh, oh.
1: Philip. You should yeah. download this episode and edit, uh, edit the part about you talking about him out and send that to him. Make make a little oh, audio clip that. of you on the show. Hi, Daddy. Hi, oh. Philip's Daddy. We love you. Thank you for giving this amazing, beautiful boy to us. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Daddy. <laughs>
4: Oh, he'll, he'll love that. So <laughs> now I'm going to go ahead and, and, and plug my book. My book, uh, which I've got several, but the one I'm plugging here recently, is uh, my poetry, uh, uh, collected works that are uh, archived with the University of Virginia and other places. Um, th- its title is uh, uh, "Poet, Prophet, Outlaw, Sage: uh, The uh, Collected Works of Philip Kent Church." And you can find that on uh, Amazon. But uh, I'm saying that because uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read my poem now. And it's uh, titled Poetic License. You know, I'm really no hero, outlaw, neither prophet nor sage. I have strutted and fretted my hour on the stage, wallowed in wickedness. And I've known sadness grappling with demons and my own madness. I have tasted of success and swilled its futility, achieving great things, crossing finish lines with nerve, but now I pray for strength to just live in humility and blessedly anointed with a mantle of others to serve. Thus shall my poetry be. I wish to stir hearts, not fight with prideful pretense. Peer into my verses and you'll see. I really earned my poetic license. In poems.
1: <laughs> I earned that. You know, you really do have to earn being able to take poetic license. You know, yeah, <laughs> if you haven't earned if you haven't earned that license, you haven't earned the right to say poetic license. Before that, before you've earned that license, you're just making messy with your muses, okay? That's right. But when you you have, in order to, you have to know the rules in order to break the rules. That's right. And once you know the rules and you have that license and you're like, yes, I know the rules, I have my license, then you can throw it out the window and say, yeah, but I'm driving 95 anyway. (laughs)
4: Well, you know, the uh, I think the motto of my outlaw poetry Facebook group uh, is uh, taken from the quote uh, from Picasso, and I, I don't know if I'm saying it verbatim, but it's uh, you uh, you learn the rules uh, as a professional, and so you can break them like an artist, you know. <laughs> so that's uh, that's kind of what uh, I think, especially these days. That's what poetry is, you know. My my dad, uh, one of his favorite things to say is, uh, uh, you know how you eat an elephant one bite at a time. And uh, <laughs> I I would say this, you want to know how to change the world? One poem at a time, you know. And uh, with that, I'm going to get off here. Happy anniversary. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. And uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you next week.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you so much, sweetheart. Appreciate you. And uh, just thank you for being here Thank you for being a part of our family For being a brick in our In our community Just love you
4: Thank you, I love you too And all you other folks there Members of the Speakeasy Cafe I love you all
1: Good night, Philip. Good night Oh, you guys, I'm so glad I shaved my legs for this Alright, our next caller comes from Area code seven three you're on the air
4: Good evening, Nyla. This is Michael Zod calling in from West Tennessee.
1: Hello, Michael. You've been on this journey with us a long time too you know you you are well, you are one of the founders
4: I've been listening about twelve years I've been participating about ten. I was for the first time ever tonight i I, was, I thought about like the fifteen minutes before the show you call in a little early, there's this Voice amount this message music on hold.
5: Mm-hmm. I'm just
4: wondering how many hours of my life I've listened to that. <laughs>
5: <It's> really,
4: <laughs> really loud too. And uh, sometimes I just hear it when I'm driving down the road. And, uh, so yeah, you've made an indelible impression on my brain.
1: <clears throat> <laughs> uh, you know that that just that in itself. You know, if I were to take everything everybody says tonight and create a poem out of it, you know that that would have to be a a standalone. That would be the 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 meat and potatoes for the collaboration.
5: <laughs> there you just, go. just
1: the way you described it
4: there. I'm really nervous. The only thing I have to drink is a diet coke, and you know, there's one other time that I got caught like you know with carbonated beverage, and I, I said like, man, what if I burp while I'm reading? And you said write a poem about that. I'm giving you a. It's the only assignment that I ever did from you. Actually, wrote a poem called "What If I Break." While I'm reading, so <laughs> that was my that was my one thing. And when after I did it, he goes, "Why did you pick that one for all?"
5: I'm such a little shit.
4: <laughs> when you uh when you got started with the uh, speakeasy cafe. A few weeks after that. I started a venture on MySpace uh, called Poets Roundtable. And I'm talking just a few weeks afterwards is when I commenced with that. So uh, I kind of had that on my mind, and um, in a couple of days there will be an anniversary for Poets Roundtable too. You know what that anniversary is? What is that? Seven years ago this week it ended. So, wow! So you you've, you've outlasted more than twice the length of Poets Roundtable's his entire history, and we were on three hundred consecutive Fridays. So there. So more than doubled down on us. Better watch out though. Somewhere along the line, you're going to hit 666. You better be nervous that week.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. Would have been. We'll be here in another thirteen years, won't we?
5: Mhm. We're gonna be such we're gonna
1: be such crazy you know, it's really gonna be fun because by then we're gonna be old enough not to give a shit what we say. You know, people think it's oh look, did you hear what grandma just said? You know, oh that's so funny what grandma just said. You know, and and you can get away with saying things. Like you want an example, Michael? Let me give you this example.
0: Right? Right. My
1: son just broke up with his girlfriend. And and My son broke up with his girlfriend, and he's talking to my mom, right? My mom, my dad left my mom, and it was a, you know, a sad divorce and all this other stuff. And my dad's name was Richard, right? So my mom, bless her heart, sitting there with my son as a teenager, and, and he's, she's going to console him with some of her life's wisdom. And so she looks at my son, and she says, you know, I've loved Dick all my life. And she paused. Oh. And I looked at my son, and my son looked at me, and I looked at him looking at me. And we lost it. And she oh, had no absolutely. clue why. Bless, bless her little heart. She had no clue why. But, you know, when you reach that age, you know, we're, by, by in 13 years we'll be at that age where we can say things like that and not even care. And, and, you know, they'll sit there and say, oh, she didn't know what she was saying, but we knew exactly what we were saying. <laughs> That's going to be fun. I so look forward to to Being notorious with you then
4: Outstanding Okay Well hey I should probably read a poem Sure Alright <clears throat> I, I always have to Say When I say the word canon in this It's like what is canon to the Effort okay Not a shooting cannon. There got that out of the way this uh this is our our final effort at the p r t which I talked about the staff wrote it those of us that would put these things on read them and uh i think the order of this was me myself uh uh dahlia Ramon, laney uh Ruggie, uh, Anna Eustacia, and Carter Glintod closed it. And uh, I must I told him, when you close it, I said, take as much time as you need to make sure everybody understands it's broken, it's gone, and it ain't coming back. So he really enjoyed that part. Anyway, <laughs> uh, from seven years ago, here is Coach Roundtable number 300, Closure. A perfect storm, the stars fade forlorn. Stray to dichotomy. As with tide at spewing, Search the vacuum. In silent soliloquy. Best is in transit. Like in grace and bit. A loose cannon. Time well spent defers. more Just
2: and undone.
4: The elements reign. While the powers wane. Leaning toward implosion. As the proverbial thread. Snakes the foundation claiming widespread erosion. The pillars left standing unite, commanding their own execution, and watch as to some of their parts fall, taking all in absolute resolution. The sun is ever so tired. A simple breeze from a sigh could blow it out. As eternity had no origin before time, it'll have no end in the end, no doubt. This world's beginning and end will remain gently enclosed, so to speak. Raw in its cycle of common understanding, a treasure that's stark and unique. The earth trembles under our feet, then, like an ancient dinosaur egg, it cracks. Fractures, collisions, split second decisions to step forward or back. Separate pieces of rock set adrift, what belonged together slowly falling apart. Little islands, sailing seas of magma, broken apart, broken stone, broken heart down a chasm of changing labyrinths the moaning of bats echoes to unsounded depths in seething water the frantic croaking of countless frogs seek non-existent breath and with musty cinch the bowels of the earth view every dreaded monster clad in dark skiff and every trigger happy finger commands mushroom clouds to hold in death the skiff each slavering beast all those who dwell within the cities and each soul that ever was born Withers and fades as time slips away In the firmament frays As a cloth too far worn Till at last the colors And the music grow faint, and the hum of the void Devours all illusion And the castle that alabaster Olympus stands alone in eternal entropic confusion Inside a lady cries How has it broken? You've loved it too much That it should end this day The Lord trembles What shall become of us? We poets have crafted together, each having a say. We've imbued this round table with our laughter and tears, clung to it, lay upon it when gripped by dark fears. It is the story of us all, of our lives and our loves moreover. It is our bond, one and all, through the years. But the voice within says, you've loved all you can, you dreamers, for a time you were never alone. Now the lonely tears come, your stories written and done for the Poets' Round Table. Is gone.
1: In peace. That makes me want to cry.
4: Well, it's not a happy time, so cry away.
1: (laughs) I know. You know, if you were to ever resurrect that, it would go back to being exactly what it was. I know it's not, I know it's not, but if you ever did, it would go back right back to, you know, Being what it was the day you left off.
4: Now somebody asked me a couple of years ago, "Where's Poets Roundtable now?" I said, "It's back in 2012 where it belongs."
1: 2012. Part
4: of it. You were part of great many of those. Yes, you were.
1: I loved doing those. Asley loved doing those, and I loved doing our our blog weekly blog thing. I probably missed that more than any. Or the thing I've ever done in writing.
4: Ah, yes. Spirit Wild Chronicles. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. You did uh, about 26 weeks of that. And those were big blogs too. That's a half a year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I miss doing where That's where where each writer went into your pictures. And you had a thousand Mm -hmm. pictures or whatever. And I got to pick one and write a poem to it and then submitted to you, and you made a picture poem out of it, and then you all talked about it. And it was always really quite fascinating. And they, at too. the end,
1: they got to ask me one random question, and I had to answer it. And I never mm-hmm. knew from week to week what the question would be, you know. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. But nobody ever Some, tried to trip you up or anything. It was always, in, you know, it was good. It was really good.
1: It was really good.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: One, of, one of my all favorite right. things I've ever written. Came from that, you know. It was never intended to be a poem, but most of the things that I write never their their conception. They were never meant to be a poem. I just started writing, and something fell out, and it's like, I'll keep this, you know, and play with it. Um, One of my favorite things I've ever written. I just was a random answer to a question on on that on that blog we did, you know, the way that you've touched my life, you know, because you touched my life because you became part of this community, part of this whole circle. Yeah, you know, because of that, I've written one of my very favorite things I've ever written in my entire life because of your mm-hmm. fingerprints. Yeah, isn't that awesome? Thank you for that. It, all right. Thank you for being well, a part you. of this community.
4: Well, thank you for all you've done for us. Now you know what time it is?
1: Ah, <sighs> Yes, Michael Todd, two Ds on on uh, Facebook. That's how you find him. What time is it, Michael? It's
4: time for Michael to step aside and make room for the real poets.
1: <laughs> you are real in everything you do I love you sweetheart Thank you so much Thank you for everything Thank you for just love. being part of this with me Thank you Thanks for having me
4: Y'all have a great evening Good night
1: night Michael All right Our next caller comes from area code 734 734 you're on the air
4: Hello, this is Dennis White from Michigan wishing you a happy happy 13th anniversary.
1: Happy anniversary to you, my love. Let me ask you a question real quick. Can you hear me okay? Do I sound alright this week?
4: Uh, you do sound good. Yes.
1: Okay, not cutting out or no weird fuzzy sounding like I'm far away this time?
4: Uh, you're doing very well on my my equipment that I'm receiving you. Awesome. I haven't had a haven't had a problem at all.
1: So Christopher Ryan, who co-hosts the show with me for a while before his work schedule messed up, gave me an early Christmas present today, and it's a new studio headset mic thing, and and uh, so I'm using that for the first time tonight, and it's really comfy, and and I can hear you guys so clearly and precisely. It's got noise cancellation, and that's awesome. So uh, well, that's I, was, I was hoping thank, that I would sound you, okay. Thank you, Christopher.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you sound wonderful.
1: Except for now, I'm really scared because the mic is much closer to my mouth than my other one was. And I'm really scared to eat one of my chicken nuggets <laughs> or dino nuggets. Cause we'll we'll see, forgive hear me you. Chewing. No problem. <laughs> you know, I, was, I always have to have something quiet because I get hungry on the show, you guys. You just have to know that about me. And so I always try right. to bring something quiet. And I'm sitting there. I'm looking in the cupboards, you know, I was just getting ready to, to go do the show um, And there was a bag of marshmallows. So I want you guys to know the restraint I showed. Because what would have been miniature marshmallows, a bag of miniature marshmallows, you guys would never know. I I didn't do it. That was restraint, man. That was was strength. That was willpower.
4: Wow. I'm impressed.
1: I know. Me too. I impressed me. I I walked away from the marshmallows. (laughs) They're the ultimate comfort food. All right. All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry, baby.
4: All right. Well, I I'm just kind of a newbie here. I haven't been around for a long time and uh uh but you've welcomed me in uh, like family and you are so welcoming to everyone and uh what a wonderful place to be on Thursday nights and you have made it that way and I'd like to thank you so very much for being so accommodating and so encouraging. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, you know, I you... You guys just don't know what I get out of this. You know, I wish you did. I, like I said, I wish you could see you guys through my eyes and see what I see here every week. You know, you would, you would understand that I'm the one who thanks you.
4: You talk about a blessing. Uh, you're far more uh, a blessing to us than we are to you right? than, uh, than I can ever imagine.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, you guys just don't know.
4: All right. Well, I guess guess I'll get on with my my poem for today. Uh, The title is, were you going to say something? No. Okay, good. The title is, What is an Anniversary? It is an acknowledgement of a commitment honored, a tribute to faithfulness and hard work both visible and behind the scenes. It is the visual gratification of a seed, planted, nurtured, and allowed to flower and blossom. Mutual advancement. Both parties experience and grow, reaching beyond their own limited grasp, the whole becoming greater than its parts. An anniversary is a celebration of the past achievements with an eye on the future goals worthy of attaining. Happy 13th anniversary to the Speakeasy Cafe family and especially our dear Nyla, the energy, force and intellect That binds us together. Kudos for a job well done in the poem.
1: You get passing marks on that just because you used me and and intellect in the same part of the poem. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Uh, uh, Whoops, sorry about that. I I
1: feel so special now. Hey, I think I have to stop and write home to mom. Hang on, you guys. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. And, you know, I told you that if you brought a show or a, a poem tonight that was about the speakeasy or for the speakeasy or the anniversary or something, that you still get to read another one. So even though we're on one poem limit, I do want to tell you that if you'd like to read another poem, you're more than welcome to.
4: And I appreciate that. And But I will... Uh, move on and let the next poet behind me step up and uh, let them share. But uh, before I go, you can find me at allpoetry.com. And I write under the name of Haiku Bless You. So if anyone wants to uh, look at some of my writings, they'll find them there. So thank you so very much. Happy anniversary. And, uh, I was onward to the year 14.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Happy anniversary to you. And I'm so glad you're a part of our family.
6: Oh, me too. Thank you so much.
1: Good night, hon. All right. Our next caller is our international caller. Are you there? Hi, no, I was (laughs) Hey, sweetie, how are you doing? Thank you. Happy anniversary to
5: place. you. Uh, so, so I let, so let, let me ask place you, place.
1: let me ask you. Wait a minute, don't It's our anniversary. Slow down, honey. We got all night. <laughs> so, what are you wearing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's probably the question that yeah, you know, 80% of the women on this show have been dying to ask you, just so they can hear your, your, you know, your sexy reply with your accent and stuff.
7: At the moment, I'm just adding beneath an electric throw because it's freezing.
1: <laughs> oh, that sounds so good. I, I'm seriously, I got I got a t-shirt on and my fuzzy socks, right? I mean, I'm comfy. I'm ready for this date with you guys tonight, and I'm freezing. I didn't think of bringing something in, so I'm just sitting here in a t-shirt and fuzzy socks, and I'm freezing my butt off. So share your blankie.
7: Yeah, you need to get one of these. The brilliant.
1: <laughs> it sounds awesome. <laughs> I have my glass of wine tonight to keep me warm. We're okay. So what did you bring us, sweetheart? What's going on with you? What would you like to share?
7: Uh, I've actually got somebody else's piece. I've been speaking to this writer on Instagram. And she is an absolutely fantastic writer from over here in the UK. Um, But she's also allowed me to write a piece back to her, her piece that I'm going to perform which I've managed to do today and get it finished. But the moment I read this piece, honestly, it just it felt like a moment in my own life. But I was on the opposite side of it when the moment happened. I'd have been the person she was writing about, which is why I instantly wanted to write the reply and show the way I felt at that time and why I walked away from the person... That it it was about, um, But her piece is called, I'm in love. I told you I'm in love with you. You said that's nice to know. But it's warming and you're touched by it. But you really had to go. Told you I'm in love with you. But you shrugged your shoulders slow. It was killing me the whole time not telling you. And even more so now you know. I felt the whole room drown me, grab my legs and surround me. Floods of tears and army. You said you wouldn't harm me. And now I'm left. I'm starving. For love that never started. What mountains the earth departed. But now I'm broken hearted. I told you I'm in love with you. Now I just regret it. My whole stomach's regurgitated. Did you give a shit? For this is the karma I must feel. For years I made you wait. And now I must deal with this. I hope it's just a phase. And I couldn't end the end like this. I have no choice anymore. I'm fucking done with waiting up. No answers on my phone. I care for you so much it hurts but you can't forgive the mistakes I've done like we haven't all. I feel like I can't walk anywhere. My body can't even crawl. I told you I'm in love with you, but you shrugged your shoulders slow. It was killing me the whole time not telling you and even more so, now you know. That's end piece
1: you know, you have a real you know i was talking about earlier you know how if someone to write about um you know write write about something describing it like salt hitting a slug right how how yeah. that in, instantly there there's nobody who can think of that and not inwardly have an emotional reaction to that sentence because we all know the body Jerk. The you know we all know what happens. It's so, so harsh and traumatic, and and you know that there's that there's not anybody that that wouldn't have some sort of an emotional impact on. And you are really good when you write about bringing that out, that connecting, you know, plugging the wires in, you know, giving them those electric paddles.
5: Oh yeah, um, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then I admire that very much yeah. better. And, you know, even saying that me getting that wrong is okay. And it's actually, if you want to know the truth, is actually even better that I got it wrong and said you wrote that. Because it it describes exactly what I talk about when I say we have to have input in order to have output. So you read that and immediately connected with it so deeply that you sat down and instantly had to write something in reply. It sparked something yeah. in you and it just came out. Right? So the fact that I got it mixed up exactly makes my point where it's like you go out in the world and you like a lot of things, but every once in a while you accidentally fall into a mud puddle that speaks your own language. And that's what she's like. You know, that's why I thought I heard your voice in it because I did hear your voice in it. You guys speak the same language, so I can absolutely see why you would sit down instantly, why you would connect with that, because it was like somebody was speaking your language. It's like they could they could touch, not just hear your words, but touch your words. Yeah. So, yeah, she's amazing. And I really well, hope I'll... that next week that you will share the one that you wrote and reply to her, if that's okay. And if we're on a well, two-point limit. I'm going
7: to and jump back in if we can get in. Oh, okay,
1: in. okay. All right. Uh, I'll All right, try that again works for, me. for tonight. But, um, oh, I'll I will just...
7: post the links to her pages and her YouTube onto yeah. your page so that anybody okay. who does want to go and find her work can do.
1: Yeah, just jump over to my page, and he's going to post the links there. Honey, I want to thank you for being a part of this community. And I know you've gone through some rough I, I things, and you. you're, you're over on the other side of the Honestly. pond, so it's in the middle of the night, like 2 o'clock in the morning or something there, and you're hanging out with us. I think that's just incredible.
7: Honestly, I think the best thing besides creating my daughter that I ever did was going back to college because if I hadn't have gone back to college, I would have never found this show.
1: Really? How'd that happen?
7: Well, I was researching for... um, I was creating a podcast for my media piece and I was researching poetry podcasts and things like that and I came across your podcast and for... Around about 10 weeks, I was sat there listening to your podcast in college, trying to work out where it was. I even messaged you about how you created it. I think you messaged me back, if I remember rightly. And I actually put that into my work. Um, I, I ended up passing the course, but I still wasn't brave enough to ring up at the time. <laughs> and then when I finally rang up the first piece I performed, you told me you wanted me to record for you. Mm-hmm a rose tinted mind and i was going to do that tonight until i got the confirmation that i could perform that piece
1: well yeah, i thought it was amazing i thought that it amazing that you share you know i think that it's really important you know you have to you know you have to have that input in order to have output you know you're putting yourself out there you're reading new things you're you're you know pushing a link you're taking a moment to feed that creative side of you and in doing that you found a vein. Yeah. You know? And and those things plug into us and they're so important for feeding our creative side. You know, and it happens. It happens so many times. I remember the very first time it ever happened for me. It was this dark broody boy and his he went by the name of Lestat and had this picture, this dark pro you know, on, on MySpace had this picture this dark vampire guy and, you know, it was just the dark moody, played the dark music and It's like, oh, yeah, Lestat, (laughs) you know, but he had this edginess about the way he wrote. And we clicked as writers and we did a lot of writing together. And, uh, you know, so it's cool. It's cool when you find someone, you know, I I know what that's like. When you find that, it's pretty cool. So enjoy it with her, you know, and and, uh, you know, know that you're going to be as much of an inspiration to her, just like you are to us as, as she is to you. So thank you, honey.
7: I certainly hope so. Happy anniversary.
1: <laughs>
7: Happy anniversary. Thanks for having me.
1: I never knew that's how you found yourself here. The stories are important to me, you guys. You know, knowing these things. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. That meant a lot. Stories. No All right, sweetheart. And we'll talk to you next week.
7: Uh, as I say, I'm going to try and jump out and jump back in if. Oh, jump back in. Okay, yeah. Then, yeah, okay. if not, then next week.
1: Then next week. Awesome. All right, sweetheart, thank you so much. And Cole, tell them real quick, Facebook, you, how to find well, you again.
7: Uh, I can be found on Facebook. It's Callum Kennedy-Hume. I'm also on All Poetry at Say it With Style. And on Instagram, cmkh87.
1: Awesome. And then make sure that you jump over on my page and grab her link so you guys can check out her piece that yeah, you read tonight. I, I've got them ready ready to go. Very cool. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Talk to you later. Bye. All right. Our next caller comes from area code three. Actually, before I do that, psych, before I do that, I want to give the callers um, what do we have? We have Uh, 914 and 919 850 and 765. You guys are not in my lineup. So 914, 919 850 and 765. If you guys would like to come on and share tonight, please press one on your phone. That way I know it's okay to unmute you and bring you on. If you're here just listening, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the show. And, um, I have one nine one up there further. Nope. Okay. Uh, if you change your mind at any time, you can press one and that will pop you up into the lineup and I'll know it's okay to unmute you. And once again, that was nine one four. Here you could nine one nine eight five zero and seven six five. Please press one if you'd like to come on the air. All right, let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which is area 346. I'm going to give the next three. We've got 346, 903, oh, and then 216. So 346, you are with us.
3: Good
5: evening.
3: Excuse hey,
8: me. sweetheart. I got, I got choked up because it's, it's the anniversary
9: show.
5: <laughs>
9: me. I was Happy anniversary, here.
1: sweetie.
8: Happy anniversary, and for me, it's been seven years. Um. Uh, by the way, this is Amelia T. Davis, A.K.A. Mm-hmm. Poetical Angel Queen, calling out of Houston, Texas. Um. So. Uh, today, I, I wrote quite a bit, and I was in the educational mode, and so I thought about writing a piece and uh, for you, and I was like, I really don't know what to write, and then as people have been coming on and talking, um, so many memories started um, flashing across my mind, like when um all of us at the butterfly effect came and uh busted down your door and you had like what five or six or seven extra
1: people online <laughs>
5: mhm
1: um i didn't and, uh, i didn't know that it was a mass i didn't know if it was it was like a mass thing though i do now see that's why i like your stories because i learn uh, things Let's go. Let's all go crash that party. <laughs>
8: yeah, that's exactly what that's, that's exactly what happened. And then um and then I you know, um there were three um major people that passed away in my life and somehow ended up being on your show like the day after or the day of and so um, just like family, you know, you have become really um, family to me. And um, uh, a week or two ago, Mama O has her own show. And um, she was telling me, well, you know, we are your family now, you know, we we the poets. And I said, yes, Mama, I, I know that. And uh, you really have been significant in that. And then You know, all of the quirky things like, you know, Michael deciding to meow in the middle of one of my pieces because he wanted to get on the mic too. And, you know, um, so there's so many memories. And uh, as I said, as the people have been talking, you know, I remember different incidents that they have brought up. And, um, you know what? the gentleman that was before me, that's um, from across the pond. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when the um, scammer hit, and I was so incredibly depressed. Do you know what he told me?
5: What did he tell you?
0: It
8: sticks. It, it it sticks with me to this day, and it was, again, very significant. He said, "I hope you." Find your fabulous again. That just makes me want to cry right now. So, um, I do not have a anniversary piece, but that's why I've been talking because that <laughs> is your anniversary piece. It's a <laughs> it's a free. Hey, I'll, I'll take um,
1: improvised pro, prose. <laughs> you can freestyle it. So,
8: but. I do have a piece. I haven't released it yet, um, and I saved it for this show. It's called I'm Wondering. I'm wondering. I'm wondering, can you see past my lips, breasts, hips, and thighs? Can you look deep behind my eyes to where my soul resides? Can you feel my heart pounding with your essence? I'm curious. Can you detect my intellect? Just what is your motivation? Where is your mindset at exactly? What does your soul look like? Has it been cleansed through Jesus' blood? Are you a king of the highest realm or a frog sent from hell's gate? When you're talking about me, does your eyes twinkle and shine? How keen is your eyesight? Do you see a glass glimmering or a diamond shining bright? Tell me, was our story told before time began? Or was it just a flash on the back page news? Well, my last breath upon your, your lips as I slipped into eternity. In the arms or will it end with heartbreak and tears i'm just wondering do you have the answers to what i seek musings of amelia t davis aka poetical angel queen and peace
1: great piece of reading you know, I can tell, I can feel the weight of the words in it. I can feel, you know, the pressing, the the importance, the impact you're trying to get across in that piece was just, you did an amazing job writing that. Thank you. And
8: it's hot off the presses. Uh, brand new right here on the Speakeasy Cafe <laughs> with Nyla. And so, once again, you can find me on Facebook, uh, Emilia T Davis, E M I L I A T D A V I S, or a poetical angel queen. Um, you can Google me under Emilia T Davis, um, or you can find me right here on the Speakeasy Cafe with Nyla um, just about every Thursday night.
1: We like it that way. You, you are family, so you know this <laughs> yeah. wouldn't be the same without you, love.
8: Aww, I love you too. Um, keep on doing what you do, and um, I forget who it was that said you are more important to us, and um, your love means more to us, and um, and he was so right. Y- you are. So such an amazing person and you really are um, special and one wonderful and um, you know where would any of us be without you you know you know um, so keep doing what you're doing and know that you are well loved by many and lifted in prayer or the universe or whatever it is that they believe in um, but anyway um, much love. Next poet
1: up What is your your Facebook link again honey Emilia T. Davis
8: Or poetical angel queen Awesome Poetical P-O-E-T-I-C-A-L Poetical angel queen Or Emilia T. Davis E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S.
1: Very cool. All right, Amelia, great job tonight. Happy happy anniversary, honey, and thank you so much. Thank you for all the kind You're words and um, reading that amazing piece.
8: You're a teenager now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep, I am. I all am right. 13. Old enough to wear pantyhose and mascara. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Now that's old
8: school. See you showing both our ages. All right. Next (laughs) poet up.
1: I know. I I was a Madonna girl. What can I say? Much love to you, honey. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, so was
8: I. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm.
8: We'll have to talk behind the scenes next. Poet up.
1: (laughs) Good night, honey. Thank you. Good night. All right. So, I'm going to go ahead and give our next three callers so you know where you are. We have 903, 503, wait a minute, am I right? Yeah. 903, 503, and 256. Those are our next three callers. And we do have two 503s on the air. So, the first one is 5039. The second one is 5035 that's coming up a little, little bit after that one. All right. So, as I said, area code 903. You are on the air.
10: Hello, Nyla. Hey, Eric. How are you, sweetheart? Thank you. Hey, You're welcome. So I'm doing good. Well, I wrote a poem about my, my journey into Speakeasy at, uh, Cafe. I think I've been here two or three years. And uh, I really appreciate your show a lot. And uh, thanks so much for everything you do as well and you've helped me with my writing and my uh not and writing your prompts and and journal entries and things like that teaching me different ways that I don't normally do so I like that as well thank you so much
1: yay someone
10: does (laughs) them I am ready all right all right the title is pretty blunt so It says exactly what it is. All right. Happy Speakeasy Cafe's 13 years anniversary. Today marks the 13th anniversary of Speakeasy Cafe with the lovely, beautiful, maternal caring, truly talented in everything she does, and especially her poetry and writings as well, Nyla Alicia, the great hostess herself, who goes out of her way to host for us and offers a wonderful platform for everyone to read, rap, freestyle, sing or play an instrument she has she has introductions of her show and gives us homework as poetry prompts writing exercises description exercises and so much more christopher ryan as a permanent co-host for so many years until his job prevented that he couldn't job prevented it and other temporary co-hosts that she decides to tag along with her she gives constructive criticism and even laughs if she thinks something is funny in your reading. Thanks so much for everything you do for each of us, and including myself, I truly appreciate it. Thanks to the fantastic sponsors as well on your show. You may hear almost anything except for instructional pornography or too severe word form word porn. Ah, sorry, I messed up. Word porn. Word, word porn. I had a typo erotica, um, and it is rated mature. Thanks to Philip Matthew Roberts for telling me about it and asking me if I wanted to join in on this superb open mic radio online broadcast. About two or three years ago, I love hearing George Wiley, Philip Matthew Roberts, Doug Curry, Michael Todd, Dennis White, Amelia T. Davis, Philip Church, Stanley Phillips, Mama O, even Nyla Lisa's, when she plays her tracks or reads them on here, and so many others on your show as well. All hell, the mighty Nyla, Alicia, Chris, and everyone else that helped make this platform and show come to be. And for sticking with your show for these 13 years, and hopefully you will have a whole lot more years to come before you have to wrap it up. Thanks to all the wonderful poets and poetesses for sharing your poetry and writings with everyone in this show. We are one big poetically family community, and we are all inspired by others as well, others' works as well. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. Hip, hip, hooray. For a speak easy Phase 13 years anniversary. In peace.
1: Thank you so much, Eric. That was so awesome. I love, I love the part where you said, uh, "She laughs when you say something funny, even if you're reading or something like that." Do I do that? I try yeah. to be so, but I can't help it sometimes because you guys are <laughs> listening, and it's just a natural emotional reaction. And I try not to do it, but oh, I can't believe that I do it enough that you guys notice. I
10: suck. Well, you did it <laughs> twice to me. I remember, but. It's not an insult, though. It's just Mm. an emotion. It's just, uh, you know, I laugh at poems, too. And I have my own bias of what I think is good and bad poetry, too. And as a poet and a writer, I think we all do. Some people don't say it, and they don't show it. But, I mean, I'm not going to laugh at someone's poem in front of their face or tell them that they're complete garbage. But, you know, be polite about it. (laughs) Right.
1: well Eric yeah you know you're an amazing (laughs) part of our family and I am so glad that you're here and you know I that you were invited over and and you know I'm just glad that you made a home here because I I hear it all the time I see people talk about you in the chat room when you're not here you know you're brought up I watch things you know you've just really you know you're important to a lot of people so I just want to thank you for being here and staying here with us and being a part of our family and our community. You know, you are part of what makes this absolutely an amazing adventure.
10: And you're welcome. And, and thanks for everyone that likes and looks out for me on the show and the chat room too. Uh, and uh, I've really enjoyed coming here. I'm sorry for my absentee and and my uh, stubbornness. <laughs> amongst other things. But uh <laughs> I do appreciate everything you do. And uh I guess I could I could talk you to death, you know. But we need to move on to the next poet. And uh this is Eric Shellman. You can find me on Facebook. It's Eric Shellman. And right now that's really all I got. I'm still working on my projects. So they're gonna be uh, pretty long endeavors, so but I'll let you guys know once I get once I get there, so thank Please you so do. much. Uh, love you, Nyla, and, and thanks for ha- hosting, and thanks for the platform. I know I say it every You're time. You're very welcome, there, Eric. Happy really <laughs> anniversary, dear.
1: Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye, Have a good hun. night. Bye. right. So I'm going to have to try to not talk so much because we really do have full phone lines, and uh, I want to make sure that I get everybody on quicklier. Quicklier. Yes, Lewis Carroll would be so proud of me. Quicklier. Your word today is quick clear. <laughs> All right. Next caller, area code 5039. You are on the air.
11: Hi, now happy anniversary. This is John from Oregon.
1: Hey, John. How are you, love?
11: I'm very well, thank you. I uh, brought you a quick poem. I will read it and we'll get moving on. I know the cafe is full tonight. Ready? Yes. Okay. Uh, there once was a girl from the West who loved poetry the best. She would work on a rhyme nearly all the time. Thirteen good years without rest. Nymphs, dyads, and trolls came to the cafe in droves. Support she would lend, their words soon be blend. With help from the boys on the board. Thirteen years come and gone, I celebrate with this song. To be part of this scene is part of a dream. Finger snap. Now you belong. End of poem.
1: <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you. That was incredible.
11: Yeah. You're the only yeah. one that listens to my uh, <laughs> my my,
3: my
1: <laughs> uh, stupid poetry. Anyway.
3: No, we uh, all listen.
1: Uma, tell me, Uma no. doesn't no. listen to you. Yeah, yeah. Everybody does. You're incredible. You know yeah, this show is an amazing really. thing because it's brought me it's brought me brand new people that I've never known, and I'm so excited to meet and it also brings me people I've known all my life because of this show we connected and for those of you that don't know yeah. i John was my first crush ever he was my sister's boyfriend, and uh I was this little dumb little kid and I had such a crush on him you know and and because of this show. I as an adult can tell him that unashamedly <laughs> uh, You're making And so it's 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 awesome. I mean, the gifts that I have received from you guys from the show is just un um, you would don't you don't even know unbelievable. John, thank you for that that you have no idea that meant a lot Yeah,
11: mm-hmm. uh, I'm glad peace be with you. Bring on the next one
1: John k's on Facebook. You guys can find him. Thank you, John. Great job tonight. All right. Our next caller comes from area code. We have two five six seven five seven, and then the other five zero three. So two five six, you are on the air.
4: A marvelous person is Nyla, who shares this form with all of us. And even though at times we make messy, Nyla still finds a way to make it
5: marvelous, happy anniversary, Nyla.
1: <laughs> You are so welcome. <laughs> you know, I, I wrote that one time, Making Messy with My Muses. I wanted to turn it into a bumper sticker, and I say it all the time, I'm making messy with my muses. And the guy I was dating at the time is one of those people who is very... Um, It was was borderline Asperger's for him So there was not gray area When it came to grammar or punctuation Or things like that And I actually learned so much from him (laughs) Um, But So he didn't like me Using the words that way It made him uncomfortable They they sounded funny to him But that's what makes him marvelous for me Um, So the fact that you wrote that in there Just tickles me (laughs) Thank you (laughs) Thank you so much
4: Introduce yourself to everyone, honey
12: My name is Stan Phillips from Alabama.
1: That was awesome. So do you, want to, do you want to, because you brought your homework, you can read two pieces. So do you want to read another piece, or do you want to talk about how you found the speakeasy? But well, you can read another piece. Thing. If you've got another one you want to read. That's the amazing thing. I found the speakeasy,
4: and I saw one of your links, and I said, well, that's interesting. At that time, I was with the, the very first venue I was on, the World Poetry of Mike. And I was doing that with well, that once a week. And then here there was one on Thursday nights. I went, aha! And it has been my pleasure to be with you since that time, even though at times I can't make it here. And I am so, <laughs> so blessed. Life left me alone long enough to be here tonight.
1: Well, we're 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 definitely missing you when you're not here, but even when you're not here, you are. And even when you're not oh. here, we're there, you know. So, I know that life gets messy sometimes and we have to do things and adulting and and stuff and you know, I I know it's with dragging heels and stubbornness, but yeah, you know, People always end up back here, you know, and, and since you've been to the show, it's been amazing. Everything that you've done, you know, the active role you've taken in the show, you know, the workshops, the, the prompts, everything, you know, come, jumping on and hosting with me and, and things that you've done. I just appreciate you. I'm so glad you found your way over here, and I'm so glad you've never left.
12: Well, I am so glad that you have hit year 15. You're on 14, and I am just very honored to have been a part of that. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone who has contributed to keep this
4: going.
1: You're so amazing, Stan. Thank you, honey. Um, if you want to do wait. you didn't want to read a second one, right? Or you did?
4: Yes, I did. Okay. But this is host choice. You can have one that's romantic. one that is a lament. Or one taken from a Shakespeare quote?
3: Shakespeare quote. That was a silly question.
4: Okay, well, I threw that one in because of that wonderful, wonderful read that Mr. The Appalachian Outlaw, Philip Kent Church did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Gotta give my dub to my fellow outlaw. (laughs) And this, this quote is actually The earth has music for those who listen.
5: And the piece I wrote is called Nocturne. Colors fade as dusk
4: encroaches. The melody changes as night approaches. Colors fade shifting to blacks and grays. The theater ceiling in transformation. Distant stars and moons, the illumination. As you musicians tune up, preparing to play. Bird song now in hoots from the owl. Laments echoing in the wolf pack owl. Percussion in rustling leaves and creaking bough Notes traveling on winds grabs hearing's focus. Clicks, croaks, and squeaks, forming a chorus. High-pitched squeals from bats on the wing resonate now. This is the melody performed on moonlit stage, where shadowy dancers in wind's
5: rhythm engage,
4: performed while glowing eyes watch till performance descends. As the night performance draws to a close, the dark orchestra exits to return to repose. Dawn tunes and prepares its matinee as the darkness ends and peace.
1: That was phenomenal. You know how I'm always telling you that I can hear music behind your writing. Yes. You know, I, you know that it, that's I'm sitting here and I'm listening to that and and I'm feeling that I'm feeling the the you know just this ethereal quality, but this strong pounding. You know, it's just it it was phenomenal. The the emotional feeling listening to you read gave me, and then I looked down and Dennis White pops in the chat room and he said, your poems sound like moody blues lyrics. And it's exactly the type of music I picture behind oh, you. So it's so, oh, it so funny. It's so funny. He wrote that. Yeah. Stan's poems oh, Sound man, like moody that's... blues lyrics. Big,
11: big. Thank you, sir. Wow. wow. So your moody next Blue. book,
1: make sure, yeah, make sure that you grab him and have him write a blurb for the back of your book. The next book you publish. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he doesn't want that Good. on there. Oh, Stan's poems really? sound like Moody Blues lyrics. What a review. Oh, man.
4: Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Dennis, right. blessings to
11: you, sir. Thank you.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love you guys so much. You have no idea.
5: Oh, All right, my it darling. Easier.
1: Tell everyone how they can come show you some love.
4: Well, When life allows, you can find me on little Lisa's Speakeasy Cafe. Hopefully, World Poetry Open Mike. Uh, You will find me every other Tuesday on The Hurt Locker with my host, uh, Rebecca Hollywood, also known as Murder, She Wrote. And uh, I'm on Facebook as Stanley Phillips. And you can find
11: me in the Garden of Poetry and Prose group, and you can find me in Poetry of
4: Springs Embrace group. I'm also on the anthologies of the twenty seventeen and twenty eighteen World Poetry Open Mic anthologies. And I'm also on the Outlaw Poets, We're in Kahoots anthology. All of those on Amazon. And that's
5: about it.
1: Awesome. All right, sweetheart, fantastic job. Happy anniversary to you. Thank you for being such an important and plugged-in member of this community. Oh,
5: trust me, it is my
12: pleasure. It is my honor. Congratulations, and on to the next.
1: (laughs) Good night, baby. All right, our next caller comes from area code 757. 757, you're on the air.
5: Hello, it's
13: Tamika Barnett. Hey, Nala.
1: Hey, gorgeous girl, what's going on with you?
13: Oh, nothing much. Just sitting here enjoying everything. I'm here, and happy anniversary to you, for 13 years. And thank you for letting me be a part of it since January 2017. So, my three year anniversary of Speakies is coming up in January. So, thank you very much. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you're here. I'm really glad you're here.
13: Oh, I appreciate that. I'm glad to be here when I am here. <laughs> so, but um, I got one piece, and um, I don't want to take up a whole lot of time because, and I'm I'm gonna do what I did. Like I love haiku, so that's that's what I'm gonna
1: do. Are you do. telling me to emotionally prepare myself? Yes. You've held all. <laughs> you have held all this time. To read 17 <laughs> syllables Are you fucking kidding me
13: Say what
1: you, ha- you have held on the phone All this time You've been on hold this entire time So you can read yes. 17 syllables Yes I love you
13: you so silly I'm like uh oh <laughs> re- I
5: thought
13: really it must be close to you Because you cussed at me and everything That's beautiful
1: That's beautiful when that happens okay. <laughs> What 17 so. Okay, I'm ready. Wait a minute. Just give me a minute. i gotta, <sighs> take a, I got to take a drink of wine here real quick. All right, I'm ready. Hit me.
13: Okay. All right. Well, it's called the flow. Okay. No, I am not going to do the haiku. You're you going to be all right. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this other one I've been messing with. Um, I'm, I'm going to stop picking on you. Okay, so... <laughs> I'm gonna do this one called First Day of Spring, and this this is recent. Just been playing around with this, but it is short. (laughs) But here it goes. A penny for your thoughts, a nickel for a word. I got a dime for a story or a quote you've heard. I got a quarter just for a chance to sit and hold your hand. And I got a dollar. You can kiss me on the cheek And let me know you're my man He laughed And said that don't cost a thing Girl I've been loving you since the first day of spring In peace
1: That was awesome I I love the There's a sensuality to it But there's also this Childish game of tag Feel to it (laughs) It It was awesome Thanks you're welcome, sweetheart. Happy anniversary to you. <laughs>
13: Thank you, fame to you, and many, many more to you. Thank you for the platform.
1: You are you are like the beautiful wallpaper here. Just so you know. You know, everybody's everybody's a brick or a board or a window or a you know, a plank or a hinge. We're all part of what makes this community. But you know, you are you are definitely the beautiful wallpaper. Thank you. <laughs> you're you're welcome. <laughs> Did you just call me wallpaper? <laughs> I
13: know. I'm just. I'm not. Like, okay. The I ain't beautiful. been here long enough on speak but you know I
1: appreciate you. That, you have definitely been here. That's no. I just took. That's how long it's taken us to decorate this place. <laughs> 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 All right, Tamigoni. Fantastic job. Love you dearly. Thank you for sharing that, and and thank you for giving me a little more.
13: <laughs> All right. Oh, and everybody, I'm, um, on Facebook, Tamiko, T-A-M-E-K-O, Barnett, with an E on the end, um, PoetrySuit.com, Tamiko13 is the username on that, and, um, TimBook2.com, under Tamiko Barnett, if you look on the authors, and, um, that's pretty much it right now, so...
1: All right, love. Thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week, okay? All right. All right. Fantastic job, sweetheart. Thank you. Take care. You too. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and give the next three callers so you kind of know where you are in the lineup. We have 503-815 and then a Skype caller. I do want to let area codes... 914-765-307 914-765-307 and 201 know that you are not in the lineup. So to area code 201-307-765-914. If any of you guys want to come on the air and read, please press one on your phone so that I can know it's okay to unmute you. If you're here just listening, awesome, glad you're here. And if you change your mind at any time, you can press one and that will go ahead and put you in the lineup. Once again, that's 914-765-307. And two zero one area codes. So let's go ahead and grab our next caller. And did I say it was eight one five? No, it was no, it was it was five zero three. Next caller, area code five zero three. You are on the air. I'm back. Hi, gotcha.
14: Hey, How honey. How are you?
1: I'm awesome. How are you?
14: Well, I'm glad to hear your voice. And. Congratulations! Happy anniversary.
1: Oh, you're welcome. The happy anniversary to you. Now you've been here with a for a while with us too.
14: I've been with you a while, yeah, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
14: yeah. So, um, and I think your I think your new headset is pretty fabulous.
1: Does it sound okay?
14: Sounds very good. Very clear. Yeah.
1: Can have you heard me eat anything yet, or take a drink of anything yet?
14: Not at all.
1: Good, because I'm scared. To, I'm scared to death to eat one of my Dino Nuggets, my processed no, chicken mystery you, meat Dino Nuggets. So you know, no, I'm just they're they're ice cold now, <laughs> 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 they're taunting me. Yeah. You know, they're 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 turning to fossils, but they're still taunting me.
14: Just, yeah.
1: so introduce yourself. <laughs> let everyone know who you are, honey. My name is Christy Doherty,
14: and I'm a writer and a poet, and. um I have to read and today one of the show's is,
1: sponsors by the way you guys
14: oh I didn't even think of that mm-hmm. my pleasure um, is, I, I'm reading this for kind of a somber reason um, my cousin passed away last week and mm. his family has asked me to help them with the obituary and the eulogy and then Last night, the need for a poem came up, and as poems began to fly back and forth by text, um, nothing seemed to fit my cousin Homer. And I told his youngest daughter, I said, okay, I'll try to write something. I don't know, but I'll give it my best shot. So um, this is the result. For Homer, remember the very best of me. That's what I want to leave with you. Not sad times or difficulty. Let that slip away like darkness gives way to morning light. Think of good hearty breakfasts and laughter and great conversations. Think of me when you smell a perfectly baked pie or feel a perfect bite of cookie melt in your mouth. Feel me beside you when you watch the deer or elk move through the trees and know that I, too, loved to see their grace and majesty. Honor the way a fish can make such a beautiful arc over a glassy, smooth river, and the sun will shine for just an instant on its side. Let me inhabit that moment with you. Think of me when you pull weeds in your garden and then harvest the goodness of it later. Think of me and share that goodness with friends and family. Pause and breathe in the scent of gun oil as you clean your favorite rifle or maybe as you load shotgun shells and remember our great times together. Think of me when a little lost soul of a dog or cat steals your heart and give that little fur baby a home, and it will give your heart back tenfold. Do this, and you'll find I never really left you at all. I've only gone a few steps ahead. Talk to me. I'll listen. Be still and wait for my reply. Watch for it around you. It's there in the breeze that softly stirs the leaves into a whisper. Or maybe in the storm that whips the great boughs into a shout. The answer will always write itself across your heart. Just know this. I've only gone ahead. I still love you. And always, I'll be waiting. So, goodbye for now. End poem.
1: That was absolutely beautiful, and I know that that is going to be a comfort to so many people. You did this just a while back too, didn't you? You wrote a poem for someone that had passed away. Yes. Um, I think it may have been a family member or, but a youngster, am I right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I remember you reading that too. You know, you can. You the way that you write is who i believe you are. You know, if you were to describe somebody to somebody, you know, if i were to describe you to someone else, you know, i would it would be like she's a pulse. You know, she's just she's the pulse. She's she's part of everything. You know, the way that you write, the way that you see, the way that you present, the way that you touch, you know, you're you are like our pulse. It's you just Aww. you're amazing and i appreciate you so much. You have no idea.
14: You're so good to me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, dear.
1: You are well, so thank welcome you
14: for being here and having this community that we're able to share. It's it's so important and I appreciate what you do so very 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 much. And um, anybody that would care to get in touch, um I'm on Facebook, uh Christy Doherty. so I'll let you get on to the people that are waiting. And again, thank you, hun.
1: Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Beautiful, emotional read. It's going to be thank a comfort, you. I know. Thank you for writing thank it. You. Take care. You too, hon.
14: Bye-bye.
1: All righty. So our next caller uh, is, as I said, comes from area code 815. 815, you're on the air. Happy anniversary, Nile is
0: Gina Storm.
1: Oh, sweetie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm well, thank you. And you? I am doing fantastic. It is so good. So good to hear from you. What's going on?
0: I'm so happy to be here. Well, um, I'm here alone, but I'm still representing King's Cadence and I, so I uh, tell people this all the time, individually, we're each a force, and together, we're a movement, and in his absence, I came on to help celebrate your anniversary with you.
1: Well, I appreciate was asleep. you being I here. Him.
0: Literally, yeah, <laughs> he literally just woke up a few minutes ago to take meds, and he was like, what are yeah. you doing? I'm like, I'm on, he was like, who's show? And I was like, it's not his anniversary. So I'm saying hey for him, and I'm going
1: to share for us. <laughs> Oh, King, we love you. I know you're here with us, and uh, we just appreciate you. We appreciate you being part of this family. Thank you, sweetie.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So in light of your anniversary, um, I'm going to do a freestyle for you as a thank you. Oh, you had to expect this. (laughs) November for me had been linked with family, death, and tragedy. Last Monday on Veterans Day, it was the seventh anniversary of Mommy and I losing my stepdad. He was a wonderful man, not just her husband, but he was a father to my brothers and I when my dad wasn't. And I loved him for that, and I still do. I miss him every day. Every time I think of him, all I can say is, God bless you. You met a woman when you two of you were in your later years, and you had no hesitation or fears. You approached her and said, let's have a cup of coffee today. And the romance that ensued slipped away. I had been looking for a role model when it came to love because I'm a poetess and I love love more than I love anything. And that man, when he picked out a ring, took my daughter and I with him. It was an amazing thing. So for him to have been gone for seven years was a big blow to our family. He was the cornerstone of the love that we had been sharing for so many years, and now we're lacking. That morning when I woke, my mom let out an alarming scream, and I asked her what was wrong. I'd heard it previously, so I knew in my heart that someone else had moved on. His Uncle Robert, who was born the day after he was, died the morning that we were mourning his loss. So every time I look at this month, for me, like I said, there's lots of stuff. There is meals on Thanksgiving and family and getting together and doing the things that we enjoy. But there had been this anniversary of death, and I won't focus on that no more. Because now, when I think of November 21st, one thing will come to my mind and make my heart burst, Nyla and the Speakeasy Cafe, which gave me a place that I could be me, so on this day, I thank you for changing the way that I look at November. I love you tonight and forever. Aw,
1: we changed a month, you guys.
0: <laughs> you did. You, you changed. You changed my my outlook. Thank you. I appreciate that.
1: We appreciate you. You just have no idea. You know, you talk about together, you guys, you know, separately, you're uh, a uh, storm. What is it, separately, you're a individually indi- we're
0: each force and together we're a movement
1: yeah yeah you know and and you really are you know you both have such a strong individual identity and together you're like tnt um you know but but both of you hold a very special and unique place and a very special combined place with us as a community and we just appreciate you we love you so much and thank you thank you gina thank you king K- king's cadence welcome.
0: absolutely <laughs>
1: He's excited. She giggles. he's excited so yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
0: yeah yeah so all the poets who came before me were excellent and I'm sure there's some like waiting in queue and can't wait to get on and celebrate with you so I'm going to tell your listeners where they can find me um I'm Gina with an east storm like inclement weather I host a every other Wednesday night show on o network the Damon nation and it is the perfect with your host, Gina Storm, myself. I was on last night. I'll be back in two weeks. I can be found on Facebook at Gina Storm. I can be found on Instagram at Regina Brooks, which is my government. I can be found on Twitter on Regina Brooks, and I can be found on YouTube at Storm's Cadence with my partner in love and pig, King's Cadence. And he is King's Cadence, Cadence spelled creatively with
1: the K. Awesome. All right, Gina, thank you so much. Happy anniversary,
3: honey. You're welcome. Thank you, and happy anniversary. Good night, love. Good night. Okay. Next caller,
1: it looks like, is a Skype caller. I think that may be Robbie. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, this nope, is Robbie. Nope, not Robbie. No, I know who this is. Robbie. Hey, sweetheart. I saw you in the chat room, and I was hoping that you were going to call in.
15: So, so is, it, uh, no, no, Mr. Robbie out there. Hey, what's up, brother? Yeah, how you doing, now?
1: I'm doing absolutely amazing, Constantine. It's so good to hear from you.
15: Well, it's good to hear hear yeah, your voice too. You know, I wanted to say happy anniversary, and I wanted to say a special thank you. I mean, so I don't. I mean, I think that there's a big community in here that that you welcome with open arms, and you know, there are poets and writers and singers and other thing. I don't know really if I consider myself specifically any of those things. It's more, it's just um. Maybe a performance artist. I'm not too sure mm-hmm. how I really fit in. I would definitely but, um, use that you know, for your description. Well, and there's there are some places where you know it's kind of frowned upon if you do your poetry and song, or you know just anything other than you know, like uh, you know a, a way that's more conventional. And and I just appreciate you uh, not only giving me a place you know to express myself more artistically, but for others too because. You know, sometimes I've used as kind of a guinea pig, try things out. Sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. But you know, as as uh-huh. Christy sitting here next to me is laughing.
1: <laughs> do you detective. know Constantine? I remember the very first time you ever called into my show. You do. Yep okay. you read a right. you read a poem for someone that had you had recently been lost, uh, or not a poem, a song by Chris Ledoux. About this cowboy's hat, I believe it was, right?
15: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, that, that sounds right. Yeah, sounds yeah, right.
1: I'm, that was the very first time you, know, you ever called into my show. Mm-hmm.
15: Mm-hmm. Uh, that, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, are you um, impressed that I remember I, I that? To to you I'm
1: impressed that I remember that.
15: Um, I'm I'm flattered that you remember. It. <laughs> um, you, you know, but but you know, something I I just wanted to, to lay at your feet, you know. It's something that I wrote yesterday, and I was thinking about it because I wasn't at another show, and it struck me as this way I look at it. Poetry and music is like a hot bath to me. I just immerse myself and soak in it instead of the way some people want to break down and analyze the water's chemical composition. <laughs> so
1: don't, don't lick the red off my rainbow.
5: <laughs> don't analyze don't
1: analyze just don't don't analyze everything don't no, no, no don't don't look the red off my rainbow if you look too deep you'll get lost <laughs> so happy anniversary to you thank you for being such a, i mean you're not here that often you you kind of do drive by performance performances um mm-hmm. you know kind of like a busker you jump in on at the, in the speakeasy and you do your thing and then you're gone again and whoosh who was that guy um you but you have such a huge following and and Especially you know I've been a huge fan of yours, huge fan of yours since we first met um way before the show when I first started reading your stuff and uh listening to you read and just well, known you me. know
15: well, you know you've known me since before I was Constantine the Mithraweaver, I was just Constantine from Avenue. Mm-hmm. i hey i I improved I guess I don't know, yeah. maybe the word the yeah. name isn't good i I'm not quite sure. <laughs> <laughs> The,
1: but I just appreciate the, you being a part of this you know community what? I, I appreciate you being
15: here just, Yeah, and I did something just for your show I, I had something kind of old That, that I've kind of like improved a little bit on And uh, I, I did something specifically For you because I thought That you might like it And it kind of speaks to The the performers out there In kind of a rem- reminiscing way If I may Please all right. And those of you who haven't heard me I say fade in And I, when I'm done I say fade out So people don't break in on me And stuff like that It kind of became like a Thing of mine Anyway Okay I call this piece The Ryman Fade in I was standing across the street from the Ryman Opry house. It was one night, oh, many, many years ago it seems now. And back in those days, they were making plans to, to make up a new Opry land. Well, it was late, and I started to walk away. I noticed the front door was standing open, and I thought something well, might be wrong. And I approached the door. It was almost overwhelming by the thought of all the great stars that had once graced that place. My footsteps made eerie echoes as I slowly walked through the empty building. And I took a seat near the stage, and I closed my eyes for a few moments. And I tried to remember how it was years ago, and when I opened my eyes, the stage lights were on. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. A man, he was standing there at the microphone, and his voice boomed through the Ryman auditorium as it echoed down the empty halls. Welcome to the Grand old Opry, greatest Opry of all. And then it started. They were all there, the most brilliant country stars that were now in heaven. They were all together. Patsy Cline was there. She was first. Oh, and she never, ever sounded better to me. And then I saw Hank Shaw Hawkins, Red Foley, Cowboy Copas, Jane England, Jack Macon, and, of course, the fabulous Jim Reeves. It was almost like being in heaven. I don't think I'll ever really forget what it was like. And the list, of course, went on and on. There are far too many of them to name, but I, I saw them all as they just appeared before me. And then Roy Acuff took me for a ride on the Wabash Cannonball. And George Jones, he showed up and he gave me a tear. And he said, "He's stopped loving her today. And, of course, then there was the man in black, the great, late Johnny Cash, singing, Ghost Riders in the sky. And then he came on, just like David Allen Coe once described him. Well, he was dressed like 1950s. He was half drunk and hollow-eyed. He bent his knees and he threw back his head and he started yodeling the blues. It was the greatest moment in his, in his glory. Hank Williams was there before me and he sang his great ones to me that night. Then much to my surprise, there, were, there came some, the ones who never got a chance. They were now invited to play there, those who had died before the time. I heard the, heard the familiar voice of Keith Whitley, Saying I'm no stranger to the rain, and then Chris LeDoux, he still told the story about his cowboy's hat. You know I can still hear his words. <laughs> now partner, this old hat is better left alone. She used to be my daddy's, but last year he passed on. My nephew skinned the rattler that makes up this old hat band. Well, back in '69, he died in Vietnam. Now, the Eagle Fed was given to me by any friend of mine, but someone run him down somewhere around the Arizona line, and a real special lady gave me this hat pin. But I guess I ain't going to be seeing her again. And if you touch my hat, you're going to have to fight us all. And then I caught my breath as I got another surprise as the one that I admired the most, stepped out on the stage. And as he took that stage, I saw him. It was a man that I have personally tried to emulate since the first time I stood with a microphone before a crowd. It was the king of narrators himself, the late, great former host of the Opry, Red Silvine. And he spoke in that baritone voice that had ridden alongside so many truckers across his country, keeping them awake and keeping them safe for so many years who also died before his natural time he talked to, of a little boy named Teddy Bear that became a multi-platinum number one on country and popular charts song and he told a tale two rigs. first one called Giddy Up Go and then a shiver went down my spine as he read the second a story about Phantom 309 and as tears filled my eyes, the old echoes died, and it was over, and they were all gone, except for one person, the solemn old George B. Haley, the man who started the grand old opera, and he stood on stage alone. He said, son, you probably think you're dreaming, but you're not, because all the great stars you saw here tonight did this just for you just once while this old building still stands here, and I wanted to see the Grand old old Opry as it was. I closed, and I reopened my eyes, and to my surprise, I was back in my seat again. It was dark, and there was no sound, but as I left the Ryman Theater, I felt the legends that had once been there. I had seen their inside that night, I felt like they were looking down upon me, smiling, as they saw the new stars that were the future of country music, whose road they'd paved the way there at the Ryman, the greatest grand old Opry of them all. May the circle remain unbroken by him by my Lord. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. That was phenomenal. Yes. (laughs) I have missed you so much. And yes, performance artist is the exact way to describe what you do you know oh, there's thank you. there's You're your soul your souls in it and you know old country music that twangy country you know when when they wrote about their saturday night and and you know there was no such thing as hiding dirty laundry in country music during that era um you know i'm just such a fan of some of those those old twangy country guys and you know the old outlaws the country outlaws you know and and the the girls that didn't take no no grief it's just a, a great time, Grand <laughs> Ole Yep,
15: love it. Well, You know, th- thanks to uh, you know Red Sovine, you know the the work, the spoken word was really ma- popularized and laid the groundwork for a lot of us today who you know try to make mm-hmm. CDs or singles or whatever. And most people don't realize it, but if you've never heard him, you should listen to him.
1: Yeah, and he doesn't sing at all. He's he, his is all spoken word. Yeah, but they didn't call it that back then. No, actually,
15: he did sing, but he he quit singing before he just started doing spoken word because, frankly, he sold more.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
15: but that yep, was a long, exactly. long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Red Steelman took over for took over the Grand Old Opry after uh, uh, Hank Williams uh, got got forcibly removed there for a while. So he, <laughs> he had a, he had a long career, but anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna back on out. Happy anniversary! It was a pleasure. Thank for you, you to allow me to speak. I appreciate that.
1: You want to tell people how they can find you? Do you have a, something you want to share?
15: Um, how to find me? Well, K O N S T A N T I N. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Reverb Nation. I'm on a couple other sites like that. Uh, the Mithril Weaver. It's M I T H R I L W E A V E R. And uh, come check me out. I'd appreciate it.
1: Thanks. You know, I think that I was I was reading you, Constantine, before I ever started doing this show. Really? Mm. Yeah, I heard you read on other shows before I ever started doing my show. So you and I have known each other. I have been your fan for over 13 years. I think that I get a special button or something for that.
15: Okay, you get a special button if I ever make one.
1: Okay, yes, thank you. (laughs) We've known each other a long time. And I admire and respect you way more. You know, it's it's amazing when someone just grows and when, you know, your admiration for them and everything that you've been through and the growth you've had and the things you've done. And just, I love you. You're important to me. Thank you. Thank you for being here today.
15: Yeah, just kids, don't try this at home because I don't want the
1: competition. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. Alright All right, All right sweetheart Alright thank you Annie. We'll Bye. talk to you in a bit Bye Constantine Alright so our next caller comes from Area code 216 216 you're on the air Happy 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 anniversary ma'am Did you see my post In, the,
16: in there I, I put down there uh, 10 years um, 4 hours A week times, however many weeks it is in a year, and I couldn't come up with the answer. Do we have any math geniuses in there so I can know (laughs) how much in my (laughs) life?
1: So there are are 52 weeks in a year.
16: Okay. So 52
1: Thursdays. Actually, it would be 53. So there are 53 Thursdays.
16: Times four, and whatever the answer to that would be, times 10 or times 13 for you.
1: So 212 times 10 years for you, of course, is 2,120.
16: Whoa! You watch me turn into an old lady on this show. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> you think about Jessica You know Jessica was like 12, 13, 14 the first time she called in And we watched yeah. her Go through puberty We we listened to her poetry through getting her period We went through her first wow. Boyfriend, we went through meeting her You know getting married, having babies
3: wow. We watched her
1: We watched her I mean we're going to see her kids Going to school That's crazy yeah, to me is, She was you know, this little awesome. Little kid mm-hmm. when she called in. This is so 13 awesome. years.
16: Uh, you're, just, you're just magnetic. You draw in like minds and, draw, and you draw in spirits, and you're just, just one of the most uh, what is the word for a person that just doesn't give up and they keep on trudging? Uh, persevering person.
3: Tenacious?
16: Um, you persevere, you just keep on plugging,
3: keep going.
16: Like, I've seen you go through things with your hand, your wrist, operations, uh, no time for yourself, you know, through children and different co-hosts. And then, oh, that last co-host that you were talking to, Stan, he doesn't remember when I invited you over to um, open mic over there at uh, World Portia, open mic, and we uh, welcomed you over there, and, and then you got, you grabbed a lot of people up and came over here and then never came back to visit us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> my work here is done. <laughs> <laughs> then you
16: stole from me. My secret
1: you stole name is Seven of, of Nine.
16: Yeah, you stole a lot of my boyfriends.
1: I um, don't steal your boyfriends. Yes, you do. And then, Yes, no. what else? What else
16: yes, it then, when I fall in love <laughs> with somebody, they don't, they don't come back. What happened to Christopher? That was my heart. You know, they don't come back. is he coming on to say anything now? I'm so upset with him. He you know, I mean, doesn't come back to say um,
1: hi. Well I'm a him, Yeah, um, you have I'm, to I'm, you have to send him a message, tell him you miss him.
16: Yes. I mean that's the anniversary show, where is he?
1: Okay,
16: <laughs> let me read my piece. Um, okay. That's about the happier times when um, Pillsbury Doughboy, and then you had two, you had um, two other hosts that I was crazy about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been through a lot together, girl. So add those hours up. I'm gonna say we we didn't have a lifetime together. I hope we have Jason Tucker,
1: Michael Quigg. Jason Tucker, mm-hmm. Michael Quig, mm-hmm. Christopher Ryan. Yeah. So yep.
16: well, here we go. This poem is what something that you told us to do, um, just to take anything and just turn it into a poem. So this was a conversation. This was the first time I met this person, and he started off talking to me like, how art thou fairing, Bard? His name is Ali Abba. So He's famous now. He's in uh, Ghana. His name is Ali Abba. And he asked me, how was I doing? He had seen some of my pictures and read some of my work. And it starts off like this. I said, love art very well in my heart. It was you, the master of wit and charm. With masterful words, you have stirred my heart to be unburdened by the keeping of it. I can now release the beauty of the love once hidden there. Unleashing poems from my soul is only brought forth is only brought forth by one whose ears are directed to receive them. And you, my youthful and most noble bard, have bring light into my dark corners, Ashe. And he answers, truth has been issued for your blessed heart unleashing with such might that I fall prostrate at that power of love. The bard shall through eternity sing thy praises of love. And then me, the female bard, says, The bard be too jolly if he only sings of love. Love lands on tender ears, and my warrior will be weakened. Deceptions of love can bind one's eyes. My admirer, be my admiral, my warrior king, must be equipped with the sword of two edges, one to protect me and one to cut deep into my core. Bow, my noble bard, to no man nor woman, but with a slightly tilted head and a watchful eye. Protect your heart from folly. Really, you cannot afford a weakened state, not even for me.
17: My lover
16: must not only be a jolly bard, but my vigilante, male bard. I hearken, O seeker of the ideal love of man, hearts have been pierced into for in the most ancient of Satan did testify to this. Be warned not to undermine that power which is but God unto us. Love shall make thee of the entrained man truly can transcend that might female bar me. Love transcends all boundaries and true love is just what happens as we communicate. I will share my heart with you until we are strangers, no more. I will hold this poem close to my bosom and adore you, my noble and youthful bard, the end and That was at the first meeting of the first talk. Oh, he's from Gambia
1: that was incredible,
16: and no, uh, wasn't it? I <laughs> just like that's my favorite. And you told us to turn appointment to anything. And so um, that's what happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny.
5: Yeah.
1: Mama, you know, we've we've been together for so long, and you are truly, you know, a, a super important person to me. You're not just a voice on the computer. You know, I know each and every single one of you is a real person. And, you know, there's things about you, know you know, about me in my private life that. Most of the world doesn't know you know you and I have just become that close, and you know I really, really do respect and admire you and listen to you and learn from you and just love you. I want you to know that I want you to know that you really are important to me
16: I know, I know I love you too. It's like you can't help it, you can't help but love you. I mean, you're just awesome, you're all that oh, I forgot to mention too. I got my first book cover off of your show too. Even though I don't have the book yet, I still got the cover. And uh, <laughs> marks and that's something me and you are going to have to do before we leave this planet. We're going to have to put that book together. So um, let's encourage each other to do that because it doesn't make any sense for us to be on here ten years later and we don't have a book.
1: <laughs> Indeed.
16: Okay. This is very true. I love you. We will we will do I that.
1: Love I love you too, honey. Thank you. All right. So our next caller, let's go ahead and mute Miss Mama. Okay. Our next caller comes from Area Code. And just so you know, we are getting everyone on the air tonight. Um I've extended the show so that I can get all of you callers on and you're gonna get knocked off. So um yeah. If you're on hold, we're not. The show's not going to time out in 29 minutes. Make sure we get all of you on. All right. So next caller, I am looking for area code 863. 863, three eight six three. You're on the air.
17: Oh, um, hello, Nyla. This is Gary and Noreen. Hi,
1: sweetheart. How are you guys doing? Um, How are you doing, love?
17: Okay. This is our um, this um this is our anniversary too. We we have been together 21 years.
1: Twenty one years, yep. From the day you met, correct?
17: Yeah, the day we met, yes. Yep. And and eleven years being um being married. And 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 um we would, if he should have we, we he missed a few days be I wish he if he I wish he could bite his um bite it and not die on me because if he should lived a few more days we been we would have been married eleven years.
1: You're still married, ch- honey.
17: Yes, we are. I'm talking about him being here physically. I know. I know we're I still know. married. I feel that. I'm talking about he he being here physically, I where, know. I ch- where I can sit, where I can sit, touch him and see him. I've been begging him. I've been, I talk to him all the time and I ask him, please show up, let me see you. I haven't seen him yet, but he has talked to me already. I heard him one night. I was on the, on the couch, and I heard him saying, whispered in my ear, I love you.
1: Ah. Because
17: I have a friend who was on the bus, and her husband passed away years ago. And she said, if you listen real carefully, now Gary will talk to you. Because she said her husband will, too. But you have to be really still, and you'll hear him. And I do. I hear Gary.
1: That's beautiful. Yes. So are you going to share one of his pieces with us
17: tonight? That um, yes. That would mean a lot. Thank you. Yes. I thought tonight I'll share now and forever our love. Oh and, and oh and happy anniversary.
1: <laughs> happy um, anniversary to you, my love.
17: Okay, thank you. Okay. And this is by Gary Snyder. Now and forever our love. I'll never be lonely as long as I can kiss her good night. I'll never be lonely as long as she kisses me. Good morning. The days of our lives are full of fun, love, and laughter. We talk and play and tease and love each other from morning to night. Most days we work and help each other. We seldom ever fight. If we do, we give our love for each other to make it right. Yes, she has her opinions, and I have mine. The one thing that never changes, I have her love, and she has mine. The End
1: Absolutely beautiful. Thank you. I love that you still share him. I love that he's still here with us every week. You know, we yes, know he's yes. here too. You know, yes. and I'm so glad that that. I mean, this is just. I love you. Thank you.
17: Okay. Cause, cause I can, um, cause I can feel him here. Mm-hmm. I can feel. I feel him every day. And and I then I know I'll always be married to him. I don't feel like I'm a widow. I feel like I'm still married to him no matter what. I feel like he's still here.
1: Yeah, you guys were a once-in-a-lifetime kind of love, that's for sure. Yes. What of yours are you going to read, Noreen?
17: Okay. It's called The Day We Met. Okay. Oh. I did my homework. This one about you told me to write about The Day We Met. The Day We Met. Okay. okay. The Day We Met. Remembering the day that we met 21 years ago today, it feels like yesterday. Oh, how I long for you to be here by my side, alive. You impressed me with flowers and french fries and dancing. I I remember wearing my cowboy hat, and you liked it and wanting one. Later on, I did buy you a cowboy hat like mine. But most of all, the way you treated me, like... Like a real lady should be treated, you make me laugh and smile made my night, the way you looked at me. We were just perfect for each other. I just could feel it. I am so happy that after that space of night, we are still together. You are the best thing that ever happened to me. I can't see you and touch you, but I can surely feel your spirit here with me. When I tell you happy 21st anniversary, I know you heard me and smiling with that spatial, sexy smile only you can do. And thank you for all the good memories and love we share. I will always love you, my teddy bear darling, forever and more. The end.
1: Absolutely beautiful, Noreen.
17: you. Know, I, you know, I've
1: said this since the first time you guys, you know... Started calling in and reading on the show Together your poetry that you write for each other You know it's like Robert and Elizabeth Browning You know you're just like That's who you guys have always reminded me of And uh, Mm -hmm. you know You guys have the type of relationship That we all should learn from And strive for you know the devotion You have to each other and the the way You orbit around each other so neither Is emptied and neither is over full You know Mm -hmm. just you guys are amazing And we love you thank you thank you for Being as Essence of this family
17: Thank you and thank you for having us On here
1: You're very welcome Tell us how we can find you guys and find your books Honey
17: Okay and you can um, find our books on Amazon.com And our books is The uh, Aura of Truth Two Hearts in One And Reflections of Our Inner Beings And you can find them all three on Amazon.com And you can find us on uh on um our um oh our website, uh Gary and Noreen Snyder dot wix dot com front slash poetry. And then you can find Gary on um Facebook, on Reverb Nation, on um wiki nut dot com, on um poetry poem dot com, and he's also Google Bo and Google <laughs> And then you can find um me on Facebook.com, on ReverbNation.com, on WikiNut.com, and PoetryPalm.com, and you also can find both of us on um, on the Poetry Club that we started, and anybody c- can join. You can join too, um, um, n- 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 um, Nyla. You can join too if you want. Okay, awesome. the Poetry Club. Okay, and anybody can join, and every Saturday night we have the um, Facebook Live, every and even um, Instagram Live, too. And that'll be awesome. every Saturday night at 5 o'clock Eastern Time for the Poetry Club.
1: Very cool. Okay. All right, Noreen, fantastic job. Thank you for sharing Gary with us. Thank you for being okay. part of our family, and we just love you. We love you so much, honey.
17: Okay, and we, we love you all too. And I want to uh, I want to thank of of all the sponsors for um, um sponsoring the show so we poets have a venue for us. And I want to thank you, Nyla, and um, uh, Christopher Ryan and Michael Quig for um hosting this show so we poets have a venue for our poetry. Thank you, and thank you for having Gary Nye on here.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. It's absolutely our pleasure. Thank you, baby. Okay.
17: Okay, you're welcome. Thank you, too. And happy anniversary
1: again. Happy anniversary anniversary to you. And thank you, by the way. Thank you. Thank you, and Gary, for being sponsors of the show as well for the last year. Thank you. Okay,
17: you're welcome.
1: All right, Noreen. Good night, honey. Good
17: night. Thank
1: you. You're welcome. All right, our next caller comes from area code 807. 807, you are on the air.
18: I'm on the air. Hello, you Nora. are on the air.
1: Hey sweetie, how are you?
18: Nylate, I should say. It's Rob it's Robbie. <laughs> it is Robbie. <laughs>
1: so what's going on with uh,
18: you? <clears throat> uh not too much. Uh, just uh continuing on with math classes and taking care of my dad. Uh and just kinda you know, doing a little bit of reinventing here and there, so <laughs> Just the usual. (laughs) So, um, I have a poem here. I wrote two poems while I was listening, which is really unusual for me these days because usually I'm not writing much. I'm doing more getting my poetry out there in that. And I haven't quite had the mental energy for writing as much lately. So, uh, I'll read the first poem that I have here. Um, The first one that I wrote while I was uh, listening to you guys. And it's kind of weird how it became a mishmash of some of my own thoughts. And then when I was looking at uh, watching videos on the deeper philosophical parts of of The Matrix and Star Wars. And it's weird. It's just kind of all a mishmashy blender of thoughts. (laughs) Anyways, so it's called. Hello? I gotcha. Okay, it's called uh, Dark Skies. I see a dark sky settle above me, and I touch it with a spark in my hand, hoping for the best. A spark from an outcast arm, lit suddenly by Phoenix's fire, fueled by all my innate desires. I take no one with me at this moment, but still give all souls a sweet regard. I seek at this moment to shape my darkest sky. To seek the stars that reside behind the curtain of darkness, seeing that my darkness is but a veil of potentiality, lit with a fiery furnace, lit by the fiery furnaces in the vastness of the night. And at this moment, they are simply something I cannot quite see or comprehend. I sculpt the phoenix's fire within myself, a fire that flares and dwindles and cycles with the signs of the times. I see the oracle within myself, dwelling in a space of time at the temples of Delphi, to seek the wisdom that lays within my stubborn and vital soul. Sometimes it feels like the fire within will burn my heart to the core, but I don't deny it or defy it. Instead, I seek to train myself to weld it as both a sword and staff, a weapon of power to cut through obstacles, and an object of grace that others may learn or lean on in times of woe. I reflect upon all this as the stars start to emerge from behind the darkness of the sky, and they reflect their beauteous and liberating light, as they reflect with a twinkle, Opening now, my Morpheus-laden eyes. So, that is dark skies, and I know that there's a Star Wars fan listening. And so, the part about my heart will burn to the core, but I don't deny or defy it. Instead, I seek to train myself to weld it. That's partly referring to my uh, very stubborn, but Entorse-like nature, which can be, which I, I want to weld, but it also weld effectively, but it also um, Refers to Mace Windu <laughs> from the Star Wars movies, who has like the light and the dark side in him, and he learns to use the darker side to just like his his very fiery emotions to help him instead of yeah.
5: <laughs> so
18: kind of my funny little mishmash there, uh, as I was as I was saying. <laughs> I'm not comparing myself to Samuel Jackson, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: funny. Robbie, fantastic job for reading that. I'm glad that you were able to be here tonight. I know you usually have a lot of things going on and stuff, but I appreciate you taking the time. I mean, I've known you longer than I've been on the air here. You know, we we go way, way, mm-hmm. way, way, way back. And you're just such a good friend and important important person to all of us. So it just wouldn't have been yeah, the same thanks. without you.
18: Well, like I say, uh Thursdays now I well, I don't I haven't done the drumming in a while and uh uh with the jazz I'm not going to that as much just because I'm focusing on, on some other things right now and that's so I'm probably gonna be lic- at least listening more. I'm not too sure about calling all the time, but at least listening more often. For for a little while at least. So you know how it is. Everything goes in cycles. As you would say, yes. Goes
1: in cycle, everything <laughs> does. Yeah. Inside out and backwards talk. I know it will. Yeah. All right, Robbie. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much, sweetheart. You're just amazing. <laughs> thank you. Uh,
18: so I can be found by uh, just Googling Robbie's Multimedia Poetry, and you should be able to find me under my uh, SoundCloud and uh, my Instagram. And my Facebook, my Instagram, and my Facebook will probably be the, the first things uh, that show up under Robbie's multimedia poetry.
1: Very cool. All right, and hopefully Mm -hmm. you can make it back here next week. And just love you. Mm -hmm. Happy anniversary, hon.
18: Thank you. Happy anniversary.
1: Thanks, Robbie. You bet. Robbie, Robbie, who taught me how to roll my R. That's what I. Robbie, yeah, it was rough there for a while. All right, Robbie, thanks then. Bye-bye. All right, our next caller comes from area code 307. I'm going to go ahead and give the next couple callers so you kind of know where you are. We've got 307-506-984-203-608-914, and then we also have area code 919 and seven. Six, five. you are not in the lineup. So 765 and 919. If you guys want to read on the air, please press 1, and we'll know to bring you on. And let's go ahead and grab our next caller. Uh, I didn't mute 307. I was supposed to mute 307. All right, our next caller is – I had 307 on. 307, you just read, correct? I did not. Okay, 307, you're on the air. I know somebody's on the air. Damn it. Hi. 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 This is Mary Goff. How are you doing,
3: Mary? It's been a bit. It has. Still uh, still listen, still been here for about 11 of the 13 years that Mm -hmm. I've been calling in or at least listening to your shows with everybody. Hmm. And it's really nice to hear some familiar faces. I remember back in the days uh, when it was like almost constant rotation, like you'd come back, hey, would you like to read another? (laughs) (laughs) We need you back. We need you back. (laughs) back. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was like, where is everybody? Okay. (laughs) But, um, you know, uh, I brought a couple of pieces that I had – read in the early days and I thought I would let you pick them by title which one okay. you would prefer for from me okay one is called maestro and the other is called lullaby of saints hmm let's do maestro hmm okay i count the ribs arc my fingertips stroke his bones like piano keys, the organs, symphonies. Taut stomach, a drum, I hum into the hollow of his head, drag my thumbs along his spine. A tune springs to mind, percussionary masterpiece, where I flat my tongue in various cavities. Hi-hat, kneecaps, and tendons strum with a pulse that courses beneath my feet. Terminus. My opus. A most elusive melody and piece. Wow.
1: That was flipping amazing. All right, you are no longer allowed to go this long without calling into the show again. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. I have missed you so much I can't even tell you. You know, I was talking earlier mm-hmm. on the show about when you when uh I uh, was I was talking with Colm talking about when you Hear someone's voice that resonates within you, that you recognize, that you know. You know, you're going to read a lot of really good things that you like. But every once in a while, you come across someone that, when you hear, when you read their writing, it's like you're speaking the same language. And you're one of those writers for me. You know, I I get you. I get your poetry. I the word. I mean, there's so many things that you're written that I'm so jealous of. I can't even tell you. The biggest compliment I could give you. Seriously, the biggest compliment I could give you is that I would love to duct tape you into a closet and steal half your poetry.
3: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who who has ever said that to you in your life, right? <laughs> uh, only I can claim only you. <laughs>
1: what could be a bigger I've compliment, a seriously, that I'm reading, willing to commit a felony
3: <laughs> for your work because you're that good. <laughs> oh, geez. You know, fans, they get crazy. I wouldn't turn you in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, baby girl. Always a pleasure, Nyla. And I'm really glad to be a part of this family. And it's really nice to see how many have, have grown and how many have spread their repertoire, how many of new ones have joined. I mean, goodness, there's some nights I'm amazed everybody could get on. But uh, I appreciate this, and I want to say happy anniversary. That was one of the very uh, first ones that I'd ever read online was that one in Lullaby of Saints, and I was so flippant scared. I'm like, I'm going to read my poetry, and people are going to hear me, and oh, my God. (laughs) When is the first time you came to the show, Mary? Oh, my gosh. Let's see. I just had my second son, I believe. So that was probably about 2005, 2006. Somewhere in that time frame, I was uh, working for a website called Pretty Scary, and I am always was always looking for writing and poetry, and I happened to come across you. So, come on, on that know, website, we were on a Pretty thing. Scary website. Um, no, actually, it was through somebody else posting on one of the boards. I believe it's but oh yeah because they were like (laughs) if you like poetry and uh, I remember there was used to be the poetry superhighway and that was also another place I used to put my poems before I kind of got I I don't know what the word is I I used to be enamored with it but I I had to actually I won't say too many bad things (laughs) I talked to the host it wasn't you know yeah it wasn't too pleasant. There's a, kind of a minor fallout with that one. But uh, I came to this and, and read on air, and and you made me feel braver in my voice and where I could write, um, what I could say. So the feedback was important, whether it was just fluffing my stuff or really meaningful, uh, insightful advice love that, into my I you said...
1: I love that you said that we made you feel braver. What better gift can you give anyone than that? We made her feel braver. And and you see how she writes, you see the power in what she writes. You know, and and we we helped her with that. We encouraged her, we inspired her. Fingerprints, the fingerprints we leave on each other. Happy anniversary, Mary. I love you so dearly. Thank you so much.
3: I love you, and thank you for encouraging my son to write poetry as well. Just wanted to add that.
1: He is amazing, <laughs> seriously amazing. He blows my mind. Yes, he you is. know that.
3: You say so, you say that, and he still doesn't believe it. But I'll get him there someday. I collect yeah, every give piece. Him a, give him a hug for me,
1: okay? Tell him I said hello. I sure will. I miss him. Well, All right, Mary. Thank, thank you meeting. so much,
3: honey. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Bye.
1: <laughs> Bye, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I miss that girl. All right. Our next caller comes from area code five oh six. Five oh six you're on the air. Good day. Good night. Hello. G'day. why are you Australian again? You're not Australian, Ooh. you're a Kanuckian. Kanuckian. Yes.
12: This is Andrew from the east coast of Canada. <laughs> and I was totally How are you doing? I'm good. Ready for the story?
1: I am. I'm shutting up.
12: Okay. (laughs) My name is Cecile, and I was a bad girl many, many years ago. That is what my family and neighbors called me in the condition I was in. During the Second World War, I met a man, and I was 17. A handsome devil on leave. We were at a community dance celebrating the brave from the war. One dance led to another, to hand holding and walking in the outside fresh air, uniform hypnotized for one starry clear night. Then six months passed and my belly was really showing. My father drove me to a church. There was a few communities over, he walked me to the door, passed my bag over to the caretaker, and left without a word. My father stopped speaking to me when my belly did start showing. Where I was left had a basement and lines of beds along each wall. Each one held a bad girl like me. They were carrying a new life in various stages. The birth of my daughter came. I saw her very briefly after birth. She was taken away. I was told to forget her as another family would raise her. That was all 73 years ago. I never had another child. That luck never came to my time again. I am reminded every time a baby is crying somewhere near my punishment in this life for being what the church's caretakers call all of us. Batgirl. End of poem.
1: You want to know a secret? What? And and this is a God's honest truth, and I probably shouldn't say this out loud, loud, but you and I haven't been friends for a long time, and everybody else, you don't listen. But I was talking to my mom once, and probably the last thing in the world you'd ever want to say to your mom, and I don't know what was wrong with me. Sometimes the mouth just goes, right? Right. But we were talking about regrets in life. And I was sitting there thinking about my life. And I pretty much do what I want when I want. So I don't have a lot of regrets in life. But I looked at her and I said, right. Mom, honestly, you know, probably one of the biggest regrets I have is that I didn't sleep with every boy I wanted to sleep with.
5: <laughs>
1: and it's, and it, it sounds horrible. It sounds like a horrible thing to say, but it's the truth. You know, sex well, is fun. Well, I don't think
12: everybody does. And, and, I don't think there, were, and everybody there were times does. in
1: my life that I would have, you know, it's like, why didn't I not just experience that Why didn't I do that Because I was supposed yeah. to be a good girl You know
5: yeah.
1: we, we we spend so much of our lives Living up to those Expectations Can't be a bad girl A good girl wouldn't do that You can't be a, You know That whole thing You know So yeah That's probably my biggest regret in life Is I didn't sleep with some of the guys I really wanted to
5: <laughs> I,
1: So I I love that poem It really kind of resonated with me <laughs> Isn't that a horrible thing to say That's a horrible thing to admit <laughs> God, I'm going to hell. All right, Andy. Fantastic job. Happy anniversary, hon. Happy Thank you anniversary. for your very, very important and very special role you've played in this franchise.
12: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.
1: Just love you dearly, and you're amazing, and we appreciate you. So tell everyone how they can find you.
12: You can find me on Facebook, Andrew Scott. Pretty much the most common name in the world. Good luck. <laughs> Or you go to my website, andrewm.scott.com, or you can go to Amazon and buy a book. Just type in Andrew M. Scott. And the last book I put out was called Searching.
1: Awesome. We should go searching for that.
12: Yes. See? See what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah,
1: I gotcha. Great marketing there, Andy. (laughs) Good night, sweetheart.
12: (laughs) Good night. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks. Congratulations. (laughs) All right. Bye.
1: (laughs) All right. Our next caller comes from area code 984, and they're going to be followed by 203 and then 608. All right. So, 984, are you with me? I am. Hello, sweetheart. How are you doing?
19: I'm good. How are you, Neva? Happy 13th.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's been forever, hasn't it?
19: Yeah. Way back in, uh, I mean, even before uh, my MySpace days. Mm-hmm. Remember those? Yep. Yeah. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing amazing. I am really, really happy. You know, I was you, you, and you will know what I'm talking about more. But I was really thinking about it today, it being 13 years, and how many shows. How many poetry shows have been around in those 13 years, and some really, really good shows, some amazing hosts. You know, it just, it just blows my mind sometimes that we're still here.
19: People have tried and people have yeah. uh, like fall to the to, to the wayside, and you're still here. So, you know.
1: It's like you've been calling in it's since a, the very beginning.
19: Yeah, because I love poetry.
1: So, you know. You're awesome.
19: No. <laughs> we do in that, like, uh, Mick Flick, you know. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. No, you're awesome. You're awesome.
3: You're awesome or no, you're awesome. Infinity.
19: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck you. You just fucking You just called my mind. <laughs> It's a world trip, man. How how poetry can be so viable, you know. I mean, you you would think that um there'll be a a huge audience of poetry, but I even like in Hitler days you when know, they're killing poets and artists and and uh, Semites and you know Jews and shit like that, intellectuals, you know. They were the they were the front of that whole civilization. That's why that fell. Really, the Nazis killed all the creative arts, and uh, they just need anyone thinking about outside of the box. And um, and so, with your 13th anniversary of yours, you've pretty much been. An outside of the box motherfucker. So I'm calling the Nazis on you. (laughs) 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 They're coming at your door, girl. Yeah,
1: they'll trip over all my acorns. I've got acorns drying out there right now.
19: Oh yeah, those yeah. You know what? I'll tell you a secret about squirrels, right? They hide fucking all those acorns, and they can only find literally thirty percent of the acorns they've ever found. That's not a good fucking deal. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it, it absolutely, I mean, maybe it fucking does, is, you know, it, it does give them, uh, you know, uh, you know, substance, but 30% of what they hide, that's a whole lot of fucking uh, gathering, hiding, and fucking digging, you know? Um,
1: and that's how 35 years million ago. years later, I find an acorn fossil. hmm Did you really? hmm
19: No shit. You really found one, right?
1: I really did. And a a pine cone.
19: I just read about A pine cone still uh, stuck to
1: the branch, as a matter of fact.
19: No shit. That fucking thing's, well, that's what I value worth, but that thing's got to be worth a whole lot of money, you know? I mean, you take it to fucking W, uh, Washington State University, I bet those fucking scientists over there are like, uh, where I, you yeah. Know, you'd be you'd be famous, girl. You're always <laughs> famous now. Thirteen years going on poetry. It's
1: nuts,
19: huh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I nuts just took suck. a bite of
1: cheese. <laughs> yeah. You were talking so I took a bite of cheese and then you said something like, I gotta talk now and I got cheese in my mouth.
19: Yeah, that I, I, I all I heard was nuts suck and I'm like, Okay. <laughs>
1: I tried to pull it off gracefully. It didn't work.
19: It's all good, girl. You don't have to excuse yourself. We all know what you are.
5: Yeah.
1: It's getting it's past the end of the show, so when we'd normally stop. So I'm I'm hungry, you guys.
5: <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: I'll be good and wait. So, what are you gonna share with us, Glenn?
19: The world is full of color. For most people, it's black and blue. has come extra. Tonight, the last time we go to say dream about things like me and you. Today, I'll make a point not to wish, not to hope, when the sun is passing over my head. I'll spend a minute thinking how it was all a dead end. When the dust falls, I'll feel better on the side of letting go. There's no reason for days like these done paying for something that never was. The world is full of color, broken dreams. They come down in brown and gray. The bruises are easy. They're the easy part of the package. The world is full of color. For most people like us, it's black and blue. And the bruises come easy. It's called Package. My name is Glenn Still.
1: Fantastic job on that, Glenn. Intense.
19: Yeah, you always say that.
5: <laughs>
1: I know. If you want me to be more elaborate, you got to call in earlier on the show. By the end of the show, I'm pooped. <laughs> I'm like the little energizer bunny finally running out of steam.
19: Oh, no, God. But
1: you know, you know what a huge fan I am of yours and you know the that you take the time and share your poetry with me. And, you know, just, you know, you know how I feel about you. You're fantastic. Thank you. Yeah. And happy you know,
19: anniversary. I'm going to show up on your doorstep in a fucking like, uh, what are those things called in the old, Northeast now? Um, well, they're all around uh, the the big, they're, they're like giant fucking apes and shit like that.
3: Sasquatch?
19: Um, yeah, I'm going to show up in a Sasquatch fucking uniform. On your boat one day, I'm gonna be knocking, looking around the windows, poking and and drifting, and you're gonna go, that's fucking Glenn. He's fucking with me. And you it might you be do a know that block. I own
1: a I own a thirty eight, and about six different rifles, a, right? You
19: better have a 50 for, listen, if man, I see something I, I big and God, furry
1: like that, I what would you do if I shot you? It would be horrible.
19: I listened to the story like tonight, and the dude, he's like. Got a sawed off shotgun. The other dude's got a 22, right? And uh, so when uh, when the dude the dude pulls out the 22 and he goes, uh, "You better have more than a 22." And he goes, "I got a sawed off shotgun. I'll fucking kill you right now." This is a real story. I won't tell you the whole the whole uh, the whole apparatus uh, of the story, but I'm thinking, man, you know. If you're carrying a fucking saw off shotgun in your backpack, you're a bad motherfucker. I ain't fucking with you with twenty two, <laughs> you know.
1: Twenty two just makes something mad. All right, Glenn, do me a favor, tell everyone how they can come find you, honey.
19: Are we just reading one tonight?
1: Yeah. I've it's after the uh, the yeah.
19: No worries. Uh, Google me. Glenn's still.
1: Thank you so much, sweetheart. Love you dearly. Thank you for being here tonight. It really means a lot.
19: Absolutely. I was. I, I feel privileged to be here.
1: <laughs> Good night, hon. Night. Glenn Still, make sure you go check him out. Amazing poet. Our next caller comes from area code 203. 203, you're
20: on the air. Happy Lucky 13. <laughs>
1: Thank you, sweetheart.
20: Yeah, How are, an are you? Amazing host. I'm the Because that's the energy you give me
3: Aww.
20: It's uplifting. That's what you do And that's why it's 13 for you Thank you Because you're amazing But we'll get to it Let you run through and get <laughs> your other calls in Okay Okay Appreciate you Here we go Searching circles to find the point that leads to a pointless end, the suffers anointing them. Poison pens ink the enjoyments, poison bends, roundabouts coined with twins. Wish for wishes found that out uh, everything still lies what isn't. Shows is not only gold that shimmers, slopes that slips as slicker grows, pull quicker on the hold's contempt. To those who never know regret, be forced to go with all the granny kept. I felt the closer shade with death and left so broken in the moment I would hold grace to edge to face exposure. Found that I was more poor than I ever knew. From dirt, I hoarded in the revenue. I Changed my soul's reserved venue. Tanche's black from all the residue. Lessons drew from false, from lost ascension. Read a checklist of the wrongs I never righted. Colorblind inside my neglect, like I was selfish yet self-deprived. Not knowing self can lead to questions never ending in the never knowing why. I circle life in hopes to round it out. And so it just continues in the roundabouts. Wrong. And peace.
1: Wow You know You are an expert At using near rhymes And sound rhymes Throughout your pieces And I'm listening to that And it's just one after another After another After another It absolutely makes your writing Flow seamlessly Just awesome job baby
20: Thank you very much It's much appreciated
1: (laughs) You're welcome Tell everybody How they can come over And give you some love
20: By coming here and catch me when they catch me.
1: <laughs> Whenever you come roaming by?
20: Indeed, for sure, because I'll always be running back. <laughs> this is a place to be.
1: Awesome. This
20: is a place to be. This is about, Thank
1: you, sweetheart. This
20: is what the representation of independent artists is. Uh, you truly the, uh, appreciate the independent poet. This is a platform for them.
1: It's an amazing thing to be part of And I'm really glad you're a part of this I mean, you've been around too And just appreciate you Love you dearly
20: Love you much too Have a great night
1: <laughs> You too, honey We'll talk to you soon, sweetheart
20: All right Bye
1: All right Okay Our next caller Comes from area code 608 608, you are on the air
6: Hey. Buzzy Herman in the woods. Hey, Happy Mr. Hermit, how
1: are you doing? Thank you. Happy Better. anniversary to you. Thank you. I'm I'm looking pictures of the puppy. Oh. Still. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right now. What'd you bring for the? Uh, we're overdue for a phone call. I need. We need to do a phone call. Um yeah. but what'd you bring us to share tonight for our anniversary show, hon?
6: Something old. Still haven't written anything yet. Still uh big adjustment. You know, I mean you know, it's great having Lakota here, but it's tough with all of Merlin's family now gone. So I'm kind of keeping my distance from some stuff until I can kind of work through it. So I was going to read something about them, but I'm going to read this instead. Uh, It's entitled, More on the Meaning of Life, Deep Contemplation of Loss and Its Lessons. At night, I like to stand outside, sometimes for hours, looking at the stars, especially on cold nights, and even when it's cloudy and snowing. I'm not afraid to admit I talk to myself and to the friends I have lost as a means to help me accept the reality that they are gone And that there is a reason why I am still here. Even when I I feel I do not know what that reason is. Since I have no girlfriend, no wife, no children. Maybe the reason is just so I can write these words. Not just for myself. But also for anyone else who reads them. For some may think they are garbage, yet for others, these words may help them rise up a bit, and for others, these words may just save their life. In deeply contemplating life and its meaning, trying to make sense of all that has happened, to reassure myself that everything happens for a reason, even though I may not know why in this moment that it is my responsibility to determine what I am supposed to learn from each and every experience in my life and the experiences of others' lives and how they affect me and those I care for and about, with the knowledge that I may not know why for many years to come. However, I will come to know the meaning what I need to know and not a moment sooner. On this night, it was snowing lightly, big light flakes which clung to my hooded sweatshirt. When it snows here at night, it's usually completely cloudy. However, tonight I could just barely see the moon's light penetrating the thick haze and the falling snow. Was it some sign? I'm not sure. Maybe in a moment in my future I will, which wouldn't surprise me at all. Although in this moment, I just stood there and looked, feeling some awe and feeling a little sad as well because I had just found out the other day that at least three more people I knew in high school are now dead, and have been for a few years. We weren't the closest friends, more like friends of friends. However, I still mourn their loss, especially because they died from drug overdoses or alcoholism. What pain they may, must have felt deep within their souls, I cannot imagine, despite the immense pain I have felt and dealt with over three decades, which would cause them to push themselves over that fatal edge. Maybe they didn't feel a thing at the end, although they did leave a pain in the wake of their departure. And I often wonder if these souls and others like them if they were capable of seeing through their pain just enough, they could see the pain which their early deaths would leave behind, which would help them prevent them from taking that fatal step, the one they will never be able to return from. It's at these times I wish I could reach out and tell them, if you just face your deepest fears, they will lose their power to control your life. And you will be set free here on earth to live a better life than the one you so wish to escape from. From one who has been near that lodge who is able to pull himself back a safe distance and whose life is slowly improving. One day, one hour, One minute, one second at a time. When I let it happen, guiding my life with rigorous honesty and an unshakable faith that I can face down anything life throws at me and grow from what those experiences teach me. I am only one man, yet I can usually handle more than I believe when I open myself up to the myriad of possibilities which life presents to me daily. You all can do this too. Just believe in yourself and that your life has a greater purpose than you sometimes allow yourself to believe. And remember this. You touch many lives within your lifetime with each and every action you choose to take. And even though you may not be aware, you may have already helped save a life. Today I choose to be like a snowflake and just float. And
1: poem. Yeah you know, I've said this before when you've read that piece with that that ending line is the perfect nail. That's like the the it's just really powerful, really hammers the whole piece solidly and unforgettably in someone's mind you know it's it's a it's a, just honest and raw and wonderful. Thank you once sapien
6: you're welcome, thank you, Nyla
1: You're welcome. Do me a favor and tell everybody how they can find you.
6: You can find me by typing in poetry in the wind as one word, no spaces. Put in the Facebook search box and you'll find me there. A cool composite picture that Nyla made for me, Hey, eh, like almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And if uh, I was just looking at it the other day, and. If you're interested in reading some of my pieces, you can find them in a book entitled Held, A Fusion of Brilliance, Volume 2, which is available on Amazon. And it's an international anthology of writers from Canada, the U.K., and the U.S. It's got some cool art in there.
1: Very cool. All right, James, thank you so much. I'm going to give you a call in the next couple of days, and we'll get caught
10: up on puppy okay
6: okay he's awesome. forced well i already told you that in the text yeah he's making you get, making I
1: didn't
6: get up early so yeah i yeah i told i told somebody else today i said lakota is now my new alarm
5: clock mm-hmm.
6: I, I don't usually i don't use one so now i it's he wakes good, up and he's
1: I, ready. He's, he wakes up and he's ready to go.
6: Yeah, and I actually was. I got up really early again, and I didn't go back to sleep for a little while. So I actually fell asleep this afternoon for a little while.
1: Oh, you probably needed that. All right, James. Happy yeah, anniversary, sweetheart. Thank you so much for yep. everything. Thank you for helping to sponsor the show this last year. And behalf sure. on behalf of all the poets, you just we appreciate you so much, honey.
6: You bet. My pleasure.
1: All right. We'll talk to you next week, hon.
6: All right. Thanks, Nala.
1: You're welcome. All right. Our next caller comes from area code nine one you're on the air.
9: Yes. Good night, Nola. Happy 13th anniversary to you.
1: Thank you, Granville. Thank you very much, and happy anniversary to you, sir.
9: Thank you. Thank you. And what am I last?
1: Nope, we still got a couple more.
9: Okay, well, I'm not going to waste your time. I am Grantville Hedgington.
1: Waste of time.
9: Okay, I'm, I am I am Grantville Hedgington. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and other social streaming medias, iTunes and all the others, and look for my work on Amazon, Poetry for Thought, Book 2 and 3. Naila, this poem I'm going to do for you is called, is dedicated to you, and it's called Woman. Upon entering the establishment, mine eyes surveyed the surroundings chose the path I would tread and set off then forth ten paces into my journey I saw her There she stood woman life itself almost upon her i read her name tag discerned her name and spoke it vigorously it was then she looked up to acknowledge me with a look of who is open Pandora's box. This is my world. I am she. There is no other like me. You have no idea what you have done. My eyes are the while fixated upon her grasping every inch of her, paying attention to details. I feel the life in her engulfs me. Suddenly, I feel so consumed. I inhaled and exhaled Repeatedly gather my thoughts,
17: coming
9: the closest our paths will cross, almost overthrown by this wave of power. I thought women are so epics, they each need. They own the code. Thank you very much, Nyla. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Always been one of my favorites of yours. I'm really glad you shared that tonight. Thank you, Grenville, for calling in, for being a part of our anniversary show. You've really become a part of our family here, and we appreciate you so much. I just want you to know that.
9: And I appreciate you, too, Nyla. It's are your, your constant. 13 years? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've <laughs> wishing you many, many, many more.
1: Thank you. Uh, yes. Yeah, we're we're gonna yes. be here till we're like 109.
9: I will take that.
1: <laughs> I'm just gonna find a vampire to bite me, then I'll never die, and I'll just be here for eternity. I'm gonna be hosting sh- poetry shows for your guys' grandchildren's grandchildren's grandchildren. <laughs> grandchildren.
9: And, <laughs> Wouldn't that and be Angela, crazy? I, no, that'll be nice. And I just say, <laughs> I just hope that I'll be there along with you. <laughs> We all will.
1: All right, Granville, yes, thank you so much. Tell everyone how to find you, honey.
9: Oh, yes, you can find me on Facebook, Granville John Hedrington, Instagram, Granville, Hedrington, Granville John Hedrington, and uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Amazon, you find my book, and... Places that is too numerous to mention. Just keep looking for Granville George Jinton. I assure you, my name will be common place one day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we will do that, my darling. Thank you so much, and happy anniversary, Granville.
9: And right back at you, my dear. Right back at you, Queen. Blessed love. Blessed love.
1: To you as well. Thank you. Hon. All right. So we are going to go ahead and grab. 447 back on the air. Holder, do you want to read the companion piece to the one you read at the beginning of the show?
7: I think, but do, yes.
1: Awesome.
7: Um, this I've I just called I Am In Love. reply. You told me you're in love with me. I said that's nice to know. What I didn't want for you to see is I wasn't worthy of your love. You told me you were in love with me. I held tears inside. Like the true man I was brought up to be. And that's my feelings. I didn't believe I could make you smile. See, I didn't want to hurt you. But I felt it best to let you go. I knew if I didn't, the happiness in your life I would have stolen. The second I laid eyes upon you, I thought it was a dream. That smile those eyes and the way my heart did scream oh for I had met an angel and I couldn't bear to break her so instead of believing the truth of your words I pretended not to care I should have realised it wasn't my choice that you had your own mind to know what you want but I was broken already I walked in this belief that for a woman of your magnificence, I would never be ready. And now my heart bleeds tears because of my brain listening to my fears and leaving you alone. I regret, my dear, each and every year the day I walked away from you, my home, and peace. That was
1: phenomenal. You know, and, you know, those of us who have been here the whole show and heard the piece that she wrote and the companion piece that goes before this one, you know, everything I was saying about the voices, about the voice, the, the soul of the, the two pieces. I mean, they're they are perfectly married together in train of thought, in, in consciousness. Just beautiful, beautiful yeah. works, both of you.
7: Thank you very much. And thank you for letting me back on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to make sure we got everyone on, on tonight. So, yeah, I was I was going to make sure you got back on. Do me a favor, sweetheart, once again, and tell everyone how they can find you.
7: I can be found on Facebook. It's Callum Kennedy-Hugh. I can be found on Instagram, cmkh87. I'm also on allpoetry.com and on Twitter at, at Kennedy He.
1: Awesome. All right, sweetheart, thank you for being here. Thank you for hanging out with us the whole show. Thank you for getting that, that other piece on and sharing it with us and you're just awesome. Appreciate you so much.
7: <laughs> it, it's not really hanging out, it's coming home.
1: <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. That's a beautiful thing to say. All right. And we'll talk to you next week.
7: Yeah, I should be on next week.
1: Okay. All right, sweetie. Thank you so much. Speak easy. All right, everyone. You've been listening to the special broadcast of the Speakeasy Cafe's thirteen year anniversary show. I want to thank all of you for being here tonight, both listeners and readers and sharing your time with us you know it's pretty pretty amazing 13 years 13 years of doing this together can you just, just blows my mind so appreciate you guys i'm going to close the piece uh or close the show with a piece by michael quigg who was my co-host for about 10 of the years um Actually, I don't, I don't know if we're still recording or not, but we're going to see. I've got some issues with the issues with the board right now, but we're going to go ahead and close the show with a piece by Michael Quigg. And he was my, um, like I said, my co-host for about 10 years of this show. So the one that I'm going to play is called Ceaseless. And actually, I'm going to do My Breath is My Ammunition, great piece of his. It's really powerful. I think that you'll love it. So this is Michael Quigg, and we will see you guys next week. Good night, everybody.
18: Disdain burns my throat. You're so empty, you float. Destruction has followed wherever you've been. A faithful companion. Genocide again. The words of love you twist to suit your needs. Your ignorance truly isn't bliss. Manipulate my father. Manipulate my son. Turn away from the light and don't think of what you've done. Become the demon, the devil, the evil. Cause our upheaval and attempt to fulfill prophecies medieval. But you do not have my permission, so these will not come
20: to fruition. My breath is my ammunition.